11 o'clock comics episode 102 No, you know, I have to give props to my brother David. He did ask me if he could dig that up. Oh, that was... No, he did. He, he sent me a PM. He's like, you don't mind if I put this... I said, well, I don't care. I stand by whatever side of the coin I'm on this year. I, mean, I know, I know. It's like, it's... Yeah, it, it's one reason why... Kick me in the balls. That is the only. No, you see that? That's the reason that I gave David. We all know why. Beyonce, Beyonce over here strutting the stuff. You know, he's, he's like, he is. He's a diva. All the single depths. All the single depths. All the single depths. Nice. That's got a nice ring to it. You like that? Yeah, I do. Right there. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Can we? Can, can, would it kill you to play some punk at? Very much. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Remember? We got no cowbell on this episode. Remember Chekhov in uh, Rathacon when they put that worm in his ear? Yeah. That yeah. would be like fuck me playing fog hat. It would be like oh, something nice. burrowing. Dude, come on. It's, come on, Vince. 1970 no, rock. You know, you spark life. one up. You roll out in the El Camino. It's all I good. love 70s music. It's just mm-hmm. not, not fog hat. I'm sorry. Ugh, but on, one of USB. these, maybe, maybe for a special occasion, I'll, I'll play you some fog hat. Like, maybe your birthday or something. Yeah. yeah. Maybe next year. Yeah, oh, man, my birthday. Was, it was just my birthday. Get, I know exactly. That's why I said it. We had eleven and a half months for you to forget. <laughs> All right, everybody, look at this. It's eleven o'clock. Back again. Yes, and I am. Yeah, I'm Vince B. That's who I am. And I'm I'm Chris Neesman, and yeah, I like Fog Hat. That's cool. <laughs> I'm David Price, and I'm enjoying my my, my time with my buddies. No, who's man. that? Oh, us. Oh, he's talking oh, about us. Play along. Who that? <laughs> Who that? And, of, and, of course, uh, I am uh, Jack LaLanne. Oh, nice. You, you could be Jack LaLanne <laughs> with that spanking new body. But, no, you're not Jack LaLanne. You're Jason Wood in the house. And uh, let's, was that? let's take a few seconds to do the little promo with Mr. Lon Buddha because this episode has been sponsored by Discount Comic Book Service. Take it away, Lon Buddha. Do it. episode of 11 o'clock comics is brought to you by discount comic book service on the web at dcbservice.com if it's in previews you can pre-order it at dcbs regular issues for 20 to 40 percent off specials each month for up to 75 percent off i'm talking wumba deals you can get a flat rate shipping no matter how much you buy and a uniformed employee of dhl or the united parcel service will bring it to your door you can create a pool list at dcbs and they'll do half the work for you each month a great feature at DCBService.com is that they'll let you get in and add stuff to your order at any point up to the end of the month. So what I do is go to DCBS at the beginning of the month and make my order. Then, after each overflowing episode of 11 o'clock comics, I go in and add stuff that the boys talked about. Listen, do yourself a favor. 
Pause the podcast and go log on to DCBService.com right now. You'll be happy you did. And if you're a first-time customer, enter the code EOC8 at checkout and receive an extra 8% off your already hugely discounted order. Discount comic book service. That's DCBService.com. My name is Lon Buddha. Now back to 11 o'clock comics. And look at that. In addition to all those great discounts you can scoop up at DCBS, they are also running a, a convention deal. It's called the Summit City Comic Con. We need somebody to do a promo for that now. Yeah, you know, he should just ran with it, but that's okay. I can do this. I'm, I'm getting excited about Summit City. It's um, you should, and, I, and I'm the I'm the only Midwesterner here, but uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun day. I'm actually kind of getting getting stoked for it. It's gonna be the uh, the the post C two E two kind of. It, it's kind of like the brunch after the after the big party. Brunch is always better, though. Yeah, oh, brunch, brunch is great. You know. Well, yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's true. Yeah, it'll be a nice little aperitif or something like that. Right, yeah. but we don't use words like that. But if you'd like to check out the Summit City Comic Con, you, you can, well, normal people don't. Uh, you can type in Summit City Comic Con into your browser, and there you go. The date is May 22nd of 2010. That's this year. It's a one-day show. Ten bucks will get you in, but if you're an artist, you get a free table. So it's all profit. This is very cool. Uh, some of the dudes that are going to be there, I'm going up the list. Zach Crucy will be there. Tim Seeley, Steve Bryant, Sean Pryor from PKD Media, Ryan Stegman, uh, Mike Norton, Matt Kent, uh, Dave Wachter is going to be there. Oh my God. Chris Burnham, Jim Rug, everybody. Just Jim Nelson. It's, 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 it's Jim Rug. I thought it's it was Rug. I went, it's I was. Jim Rugg. Yeah, I was going up. Like, like no, but, but you say Rug, so that's no, why I said Rug. I, I was talking to Ron last night. While we I were defer to Wood all the time because he's well, smart. Boy. While we were doing the eleven o'clockers and uh, and I think um, the eleven o'clockers uh, baseball fantasy baseball draft, and I think that oh, Ron boy. had talked to, to Jim Rug, and he's like, "Yeah, it's not hard. It's it's Jim Rug." And so we're all wrong because I've called it Rug before. I'm so excited to meet Jim Rug. I mean, you're wrong. Me too. Uh, and it's Jim Rugg, by the way. I'm very excited to meet him. And you know what I got uh, this weekend? Hello? Uh, what did you get, Vince? I finally... Something that's by the ointment? Something that's <laughs> ve- very close to, to Jim Rugg because I s- found the Project Superior anthology from ah. Adam. Yes. Where did you find that, Vince? I bought it from Fred Chow. That's his and name. where was Fred Chow selling it? <laughs> He was at the Super Show. He was. Ah, and, yes. and, and he was selling books of his Johnny Hero, and he had a bunch of uh, books to the side, and a little sticker on the front said, take them, five bucks a piece. And Did, in there was the Project Superior. And the, the, uh, the Life and Times of Scrooge McDuck companion, nice. five bucks. Ooh. Five Ooh. bucks. Get did out you, of did, here. Did you all meet um, uh, Walter and Louise? Oh yeah, cool. Very, very jealous. You very know, cool. Uh, spent a good chunk of time talking to Louise. Actually, uh, she she's a pretty pretty dope woman. Louise is the shit. That's she awesome. is. Yeah. She is. Yeah, for that, sure. was good, that was a good grab for those guys. That's I awesome. I think uh, Walt must be bathing in blood because he looks exactly the same. <laughs> May, maybe a little gray here and there, but mm-hmm. I saw him twenty years ago, uh, and he looks pretty much the same as he did then. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but they were so, cute, right, Vince? They were walking around holding hands. They were yeah. like, oh, 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 oh,
it, it like <laughs> honest to God, yeah. Well, well not holding hands. I'll hold your bag. Go back issue diving. Vince and I wore our Jordashes, and we uh, we had each other's hands in our in our in our back Jordash pockets. It was. No, it it was a very good time. It was a good time. Let's do the drink roll call, and we can talk about it. Yes, um, I um, I restocked my my bourbon cabinet tonight, so I'm excited oh, about this. So the you, so you silence the alarms. Uh, well, you know, I I yeah, last week rough, but um, uh, <laughs> Vince, Vince, what what are you drinking this week? I am drinking the Pepe Mac, but get this, this is called Pepe Mac Ceasefire. It has lime in know. it. Yeah, it's, it's oh, pretty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Another shit in there. How is it? Try to make it taste. I good. like it. I think it's <laughs> no, because I'm a big fan of lime. Um, you know, I like them on uh, tortilla chips when they do that lime seasoning. It's pretty cool. But what are you laughing at me for? Because uh, it's cute. I like what they do tortilla chips. Yeah. No, I do. I like. I like lime. when they give the flavor to Corona. I was waiting for you. Yeah. To I, I understand. I understand the the. Uh, concept of calling it ceasefire but to, to name a product product with something that applies uh s- stopping or squelching something not a good idea i don't like the name ceasefire but it's really tasty it's good. whatever you have you know your paul newman um salsa with your uh, right food. but it's just it they, they should i don't right, know they should call just, lime uh, pasta or lime malicious or something like uh, that re- ceasefire it's, it's, it's a repeat from uh from last week the uh the shiraz from little penguin again hey that's not uh, like a nice shiraz it's, it's that that's better than peppy mac um uh <laughs> jason how about you says you I'm uh I'm going back to the Pacifico well, having some Ooh. ice cold Pacifico. You know it uh, it got to 77 degrees here oh, in the wow. city today, and it was an absolutely gorgeous day. It broke my heart to sit inside of my office and and look outside at the at the beautiful weather. But it's like you know what I get to go home tonight and talk to three of my best buddies in the entire world. So oh. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to the the package liquor store and uh, mm-hmm. and pick up some uh, pick up some goodies for tonight. And uh, this is more of a winter drink, um, so it's not appropriate for the weather that we have. So I have a nice backup in its stead. But uh, I um, I picked up a. Uh, uh, Lagunitas, and that's probably a terrible pronunciation, but it's um, the Lagunitas Cappuccino Stout. So I'm mm-hmm. drinking a nice, heavy um, coffee stout, you know, an espresso stout, if you've had one of those, and it is absolutely fantastic. Um, who, is, who is fucking laughing Vince. at that? No, Vince. I think you're cute. You're getting into yeah, it. I think you're cute. You, oh, we're all cute tonight. Yeah. You and the Peppy Max Ceasefire is laughing at my cappuccino stout? Oh, no, no, no. This has nothing to do with the, what you're actually drinking. It's the way oh. you're talking about it. It you're is, you're it getting is, into it. You're like, it's, it is an absolute world. Leave him alone. <laughs> I I love a, a nice heavy stout with, <laughs> with coffee undertown. What? God damn it, Vince! A, a nice heavy stout with coffee undertones to it, and that's yeah. exactly what this is. It, it's uh, if you've ever had an espresso stout, that's basically what this is. It's it's absolutely delicious. But because I ran out of bourbon last week, I also picked up a bottle of Old Granddad. So I got. Oh, uh, I've heard of little, that. 
Oh yeah, I, I do like the old uh, the old granddad. It's a it's a nice uh, hundred proof bourbon. It's unpretentious. It's uh, it's everything you want in just a, a good hard drinking bourbon. So I got uh, a little old granddad and ginger ale working on the side. Wow, I think I would dig the espresso stout. That sounds espresso, like, mm, like it sounds something. Really good, yeah. yeah, it does. So I'm it just saving that for us a, for a few weeks from now, Chris. I'm just giving you, know, you shit. Oh, I know, I know. That's Much? What the about. I am so excited to see you guys in a couple. Oh, of weeks. you're not kidding. Yeah, I'm, all get, I'm getting oh, yeah, all giddy. Sure. I'm, I'm like a little schoolgirl. I'm I've got like pigtails going right now. It's we, it's, see, we here, found a bump. We found we a bump this past weekend. Just to here's get ready this, for, for here's the big this, event, the main event. Uh, and this weekend, I got to hang with Wood, which was awesome. But here's the segue that I wanted to make because I busted your balls. And I, I, I the, 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 no, I did. And, and, and whatever kind of karmic forces were not very pleased that I was doing that got me good. Here's the deal. Remember? Oh, two episodes back when you were going on and on. I was drunk. Uh, no, about your, about your, uh, Florence Nightingale all purpose Swiss Army con, convention bag and, yeah. and how you put remedies and antibacterial things in there because you never yeah. know what you're going to catch and I kind of implied that you were uh, a little bit of a uh, you <laughs> a got con crud I came home I don't get sick I don't I just I, oh. I have I have been in rooms of people I've gone to conventions for for 20, 30 years and I never got sick. You open your mouth once and I come <laughs> back Monday, I wanted to die. Yep. Shaking, sweating. I had a fever, uh, achy. I didn't even feel like eating. I went to bed at 11 o'clock. That's unheard of. Mm. And, and bef- right before, um, I, I was, well, I woke up again in the middle of the night, but anyway, one of those kind of deals. Uh, as I was like laying there all chittering and, and getting all, I said, God damn, Neesman, this is your fault. Yep. Because, because <laughs> I, I busted your balls. And, and hey, it came. I, I, hey, Vince, an ounce of, an, an ounce of prevention. You know, I know, it, but it, it's it's unnecessary for me. And I, here's the, here's the proof. Apparently not. No, no, I was perfectly fine Tuesday morning. No medication, yeah. no nothing. I, I have a, a kick-ass immune system, but it's just there, it was, there was a chink in the armor, and it was your little finger prying up that scale that yeah, let so all that nasty shit in there. I'm but telling you, I, I, I forget what Around Comics episode it is. It's like, you know, 122 or something like that. But just go look, you know, con, you know, Around Comics uh, Conventions 101. And I go through the whole con pack, and seriously, it's, I, <laughs> I, I, I pack everything conceivable to man that will keep you healthy and keep you going throughout the day. It makes your life so much easier. If you're a, a, a Nancy boy. It does. No, no. <laughs> it's, 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 it's called, it's, hey, I put it in an Israeli paratrooper bag. <laughs> much, much, much manlier. And, uh, you know, ser- ser- you know any back, uh, hand wash and, <laughs> Yeah. See, Chris. Chris is going to play Alan when we all get together and perform the Hangover. <laughs> I know. So, uh, so there right. I was. Uh, oh, oh, you're fucking hanging the Alan character on me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, I've actually, you know, my wife is getting ready to graduate her traditional Chinese yes. medicine degree. So That's cool. I've got, I've got some fucking secret weapons. I've got some Chinese mm. herbs and shit. Just drop some herbs on my yeah, ass but, uh, at Windy City to clean me right out uh, after uh-huh. a hangover. But yeah. that's just that's that's, na- that's natural 
old-fashioned salt-of-the-earth cures. That's that's yeah. the good stuff. I, 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 I'm totally with you on that. But this, this like antibacterial stuff, nah. Well, no, I, I got some. I got some two thousand year old Chinese herbal right. shit that I'm going to drop on you. That's going to be awesome. It's that's the science. Good. That's good. Yep. But anyway, so I'm shaking and I'm not feeling good. It, it, it just consumption. just 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 disgusting. You know. Consumption. <laughs> do, you, <laughs> nice. do, do you know that's what it was bad. that that got me over that hump? The thing that cured what ailed me, even Heavy better than lime? even better read, than read some man thing. No, but you're close. Even better than Motrin, and actually made me forget that I was sick in the first place. Gary like One piece. Oh, one piece. One piece. There one, you go. One oh. piece is medicine. It's awesome. I don't want to talk about it now because Jason and I we got business. But oh, later on, it, one one piece is I know, so. Right? We got. We it's so there. good. It's so good. Working at three o'clock. So anyway, we had a good time. This weekend, we had, we had an excellent time. Awesome. We it awesome. was great. It was great seeing you, Vince. Yay! Uh, um, we had Likewise. a great uh, room. We got to hang out with, with awesome Andy Jewett. Hey, who, uh, he is awesome. Uh, and 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 your your chauffeur uh, and buddy Marty. Who yeah, Mr. Most Martin. of our most of our listeners probably don't know because he doesn't come over to the forums ever. But uh, ooh, delicious. For, but uh, the one thing I'll say about our room, and it was a great bunch of guys for sure, is that. Two of the three of you motherfuckers were crazy bad snorers. Like, <laughs> oh damn! I don't know. Which oh, you, you guys were you guys were uh, rooming with Leica? No, 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 no. <laughs> but, but Which would have been cool you, though. I'm telling you, I, I'm not sure if it was Vince or Marty, but it wasn't I me. Of, I know it was Andy, and oh my lord, it was like. I said it was like you know how the the you have the old old school wizard battles where the wizards would transform into different things to battle each other. It was like snoring wizard battle. It was like different <laughs> snores were going back and forth against each other to see who could be the most obnoxious. <laughs> I I like, I really don't remember much of a Friday night to tell oh, you the yeah. truth. Yeah, that's because you had one on, my friend. Oh man, I got nasty. Did you? Nice, yeah, awesome. Yeah. But yeah. Zach Crusey and I were hugging in the men's room at two oh, o'clock yeah. in the morning. That's scary. <laughs> No, we uh, he'll kiss you. No, oh, no, yeah. we we the, the whole night we were going back and forth on the skeptic and the believer trip, and because he has um you know well I'll talk I'll talk about it You're later. You're both skeptics. No, I'm not a skeptic. I'm the farthest thing from a skeptic. I'm a believer. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Well, my dog's gonna bite you. And, and we were going back and forth. It just came to a point where Zach's like, "I love you, man," and then you know, <laughs> somebody, and, and then Peter came in. And Pierce like, guys, we gotta leave. It's two o'clock in the morning. We're going. We have to go. And Zach says, No, we don't. No, we don't. We don't have to go. And he's like, He's he's wagging the finger at Peter. So much fun. But yeah. And when I got back to the room Friday night, blunk. The spot that I I flopped on is the spot I woke up in. I did not move. You didn't yeah. move. I had like about nine or ten Guinnesses. Yeah, I was. Damn. I was pretty bad. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It, was, it was great. Yeah, we tied one on. It was, it was Filthy McMonkey was getting me up to poop shoot in the car on the way oh, back because yeah. I had to sit in his lap. And it's just like, oh. Yeah, well, I'll reach around going on and drive home. <laughs> nice. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Peter uh, here in a couple weeks. It's yeah. Gonna oh, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, sure. I, the, see, all these stories from Super Show, which sounded awesome, and I know Norton and, and Walker and Andy and Zach, um, you know, they've been tweeting about it. They had a great time. It's just getting me so... Just chomping at the bit to see everybody. This is going to yeah. be the first convention since uh, um, Wizard 
uh, Chicago last year. It's, uh, I'm, I'm definitely going through some con withdrawal. So oh, I'm, definitely. I'm we jealous that back. you guys got to, got to, uh, to hang out with everyone. I'm, 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 I'm ready. We got good. to, uh, got to spend some time for the first time in person with Gabe Hardman. Oh yeah. He's, oh, a badass. Doing? He's doing great. He, a- uh, I mean, he, he hung out with us most of the most of the time, boozing it and stuff. And yeah, he was. Wait, wait, he was wasn't his wife with him as well? No, well, she was supposed to be, but she actually couldn't come at the last minute because, uh, as as That's many people problem. probably know, Karina is uh, a zookeeper at the Playboy yeah. Mansion, and uh, one of her fellow zookeepers that was supposed to work that weekend got ill, and I guess he can't. You know, if you're a zookeeper, you can't be ill and going to work because you can't get some of the primates ill and stuff. So, <laughs> so she had to work. She couldn't come at the last second. But uh, hopefully, we you know, kept him uh, warm and cozy and yeah, uh, hung out. With that him. pretty much implies that Gabe's wife is a hottie, because right? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? You're not going to look like Godzilla and work at the Playboy Mansion. You got that. You right. know, uh, so. I I tweeted about this um, a few weeks back, but uh, if you can find. Um, uh, Karina's blog. There is a story about how she and, and Gabriel came to, to own their dog, and mm-hmm. it is the most amazing story of a dog rescue. And um, yeah, I, I will I will post it on the forum. Remind me to post it on the forum mm-hmm. because it is an amazing story. And those two folks are just just awesome people, and they're they're. They're dog lovers, which which is uh, a very special place in my heart for for people who are yeah. dog lovers because we yeah. have two we have two crazy rescues in our house, but mm-hmm. it, re- they are really good people. And oh, uh, for sure. And, and you know, Gabe. On top of that, it just, I mean, we all know what what a fantastic artist he is. Oh, you should yeah. have seen some of his his uh, drawings. Oh I'm my so, god! I've, I've got a I've got a well, page, I, I've got a page I'm, coming this week. I'm very excited about. I saw your page. Yeah, he showed it to me while while we were there. I you better be shipping it this week. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, get a better price for it. No, was he was he no. shopping around for more? Than <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, actually, though, um, there was a guy. I went up when I first went up to, to see him. There was another guy that was buying a couple pages from Gabe, and he did ask about your page. And do, Gabe politely said, "No, sorry, I was already 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 taken." So yeah. it was awesome. I, yeah, awesome. I actually ended up buying another page from Gabe yeah. at the show, my nice. second Gabe page, and I got him to do a Black Panther uh, sketch too. Which yeah, awesome. yeah. Tell him what page you bought. Come on. Well, I mentioned it on the show last week, I but I actually ended up buying the page that uh, of from from the latest issue of Hercules where uh, Venus makes out with Venus. Oh, it's gorgeous. <laughs> it is. Of course, it's awesome. I, I it's, figured it's the only time Marvel will ever allow. Uh, in one of their mainstream books, a a, a drawing of a uh, identical twin making out with another identical twin. So uh, it's like incest and masturbation at the same time. Yep, yep. It's very, cool. Well, apparently we, we we've got Dokken making out with or Dakin making out with Bullseye. <laughs> I know that's oh, yeah. that's yeah. that's wrong. And you've got yeah. North Star uh, insinuating that he banged it out with Hercules back in the day. Damn. Ooh, la, la, la. Yeah. Um, what, but, uh, <laughs> David doesn't want to hear that. Um, <laughs> that didn't happen. There were so many cool people there. I mean, it was very, you know, Chris, it was a lot like, I mean, in a lot of ways, it reminded me a lot of Windy City and that, you know, a lot of, if you look around the room and you know a lot of the people and, you know, it's just very much a community, you know, show is very much centered on the artists. I mean, I know definitely from talking and debriefing with a lot of the artists there, they, it seems like they were, uh, you know, quite happily and, and frankly pleasantly surprised at, at how, how well they did in terms of, you know, money. It seems like every you know, every artist from, you know, the, the new guys to, to guys like, uh, you know, Simonson and Lee Weeks were, were nonstop busy drawing for people, so. Um, well, that, that, that's what it, that's what that 
kind of show is about. Mm-hmm. I know, I know the CGS guys were, um, really all about that. It's like, you know, you, you go out of your way to bring creators into a show and it's, it's, it honestly, from experience, it's hard to, to attract, um, good talent to a show like that because, you know, creators have to pick and choose the shows that they have to, you know, that they can go to. And I mean, a lot of people don't realize that, but that, that's a big part of their livelihood. It's a big part of, oh, yeah. of their, per, of their personal business. Whenever mm-hmm. you go to a convention and creators are there, they're not there to hang out. They're there because, I mean, that's part of it. Yeah, hanging out and having fun is part of it. But they're there because that is their job, and that's part of their livelihood. And so to go to a smaller show like like Super Show or Windy City or or any of those, you know, like even below mid-tier shows, you know, to be quite honest, it, it takes a lot, and it's really a favor for those folks to come in. So, mm-hmm. you know, if, if they do well at those shows – that is that is awesome because it helps those small shows that can be a hundred percent comic focused continue to to do what they do because you know you know honestly a lot of the shows that we go to now and even like c2e2 coming up there's got to be a big media you know beyond comic book media influence there to get the masses in but the small 100 percent exclusively comic book shows it, it, it it's those creators have to be able to to make a profit and and make it worth their time to go there because you know what they also have comic books that they have to create so they're well, most of them of, yeah most of them do you know yeah. and it it's it, it, it's a lot of give and take and you know even if it's not a marvel or a dc or an image or or, or dark horse or whatever book a lot of those folks are working on pitches or working on their their own their own self-published books so that's taking time away from their day jobs that you know it's right. like you look at a guy like dave wachter you know it's like he has to work five days a week and then he's making comics on the weekend so so to do so to do a show on the weekend, that's that's taken away from his production time to to put out like Guns yeah. of Shadow Valley, which is which is awesome. So. Dude, he he did the cover for the convention mm-hmm. program. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hate Dave Wachter. I hate him <laughs> oh, with, with, with a passion because he has gotten so freaking good. It's, I miss it's, him. It's, I miss him. So much. Uh, now he's, he's left he, Chicago. He's, he's, he's doing he's, great in Pittsburgh, but yeah, he's he, having fun. Is, uh, but I miss no, him. It's it's a giant ape uh, on on the top of a building, smacking down planes. Oh, you want to eat it? It's so sweet. It's it's, it's beautiful. It really is. And I hate to give him props because I mean it's Dave Wachter. Come on, because he's a bastard. He, he's so good. He's so yeah. freaking good. Yeah. Boy, I tell I tell you, you know now now that we've uh, now that we've closed closed up shop on on AC pretty much. Um, looking back on how. That man has progressed as an artist oh, yeah. over the last four oh, years. For sure. mm-hmm. and, and it's not like he started out as 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 being terrible. I mean, Correct. he was he was good four years ago, but man, D- Dave yeah. has really refined his craft in the yeah. last. He, four years. Like that, Dave Sim says, you have two thousand bad pages in you before you get to your good stuff. Yep. Uh, he burned through those pages really quick. Not oh, yeah. to say yeah. that they were bad, but he's he he. He got himself off the ropes, and he learned damn quick. And he's Dave's a contender. I mean, he he was. Yeah. You could tell from way back. But now, oh, watch I out! I can't. I and, can't wait till Guns of Shadow Valley hits a collected edition. That's going to be awesome. 
And the same thing with Andy Jewett. Andy's so good. Oh, yeah. I know. But, but, yeah. And Andy, Andy is so humble. And mm-hmm. he, when you throw praise at him, he like deflects it. He's like yeah. got this this ninja Andy kind had this of awesome you know, six page mini comic that he was selling. Yeah. Um, yep. Called the belt, and uh, it was really cool. It was a little six pager about a, a wrestler, <clears throat> and uh, and he did this. In the book, the wrestlers reading Moby Dick, and it happens to be one of my favorite books. So, Andy gave me a copy, and he on the back drew this kick-ass Ahab. It was oh, uh, it's it was nice. Dope. Yeah, it was really it's cool. really nice, really nice. But I have a couple thank yous, just so I don't forget. Yeah, um, go ahead, go ahead. Tony uh, Doombot gave mm-hmm. me uh, a signed copy of Suburban Glamour, the trade paperback. Gave it to me. Oh, nice. signed by Jamie McKelvey. Here, really? Want, yeah, he just gave it to me. Nice. Um, Donnie Salvo gave me a, a nice stack of uh, heavy metals and Marvel black and white Conan magazines. Oh, mm. come on. A couple nice. two th- 2000 ADs. Uh, so he was selling books and uh, 50 cents a pop. I'm, and I'm looking through his stuff. David, he had almost the entire run of Mark Hansen's Ralph Snart Adventures. Oh. Volume. No, vo- volume three. The, the one the one issue had the 3D glasses still in it for 50 cents. I got almost yeah, the whole he, run. He had some nice, some nice short boxes. He really did. But the thing that that really surprised me the most, and and to the point where I was speechless, that that just really doesn't happen with me. Um, Lance Kaiser came up to me, and I I had run into Lance last year at at um, Wizard World Chicago, and he had a he had a, a portfolio that he was showing everybody with uh, you know various artists drawings and and certain pages and stuff, and and as I was leafing through it. I noticed he had two pages by Von Bodie. Mm. And, and I said, Lance, you have Von Bodie uh, pencil roughs in here. He's like, yeah. I, he said, you know, I was really surprised that you even knew who Von Bodie was. And I said, come on. You know, I mean, if you're, if you're exclusively a mainstream fan, you're not going to know who Von Bodie is. But you step outside that circle, this guy, Von Bodie's a rock star. He was like the first. He's the template for Paul Pope. He he. Back in the day, Von Bode had everybody after him. So I went appropriate. I went nuts. I just what? saw some Von Bode stuff. Yeah, uh, Cheech Wizard, uh, uh, Junk Waffle. The guy's great. And well, unfortunately, he's he's no longer with us. But mm-hmm. so I went crazy over these two uh, pencil pages, uh, pencil roughs. And he walks up to me at th- this weekend, and he pulls out his portfolio, and he gives me the two pages. No, he, awesome. he he gives them to me. He's like, you know, I saw the excitement in your eyes when you when you first looked at these. And he's the type of guy that likes to pass things on and and just spread the love. He took them out and he gave me the two pages. These pages have been touched by Von Bodie. These are pencil Bodie pages that this that Lance Kaiser bought from Von's son Mark. These you it doesn't get too much better than this. And and the cool thing about it is. All the lettering is all penciled in, real rough and dirty, but there's parts where he changed his mind and erased and wrote over, but you can still kind of see some of the original uh, text, so you you get like this glimpse into his creative process. I've never seen these reproduced every, anywhere, nowhere have I seen these. So you get like a real cool look into the way the man worked, and uh, they're both pages are the same. The, the the one is very rough. They're just like gesture drawings, and then the second are, are more refined. Oh my God, these are gorgeous! I'm gonna frame them. I'm I'm gonna frame them hanging my wall. He just gave them to me. It was like a, it was like Santa Claus. 
Mm-hmm. He just came up and gave it to. <laughs> how, how do you how do you thank someone for 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 like a gift like that? It's impossible. But I'm gonna say thank you. But it's way more than that. It's like you were giddy beyond belief. I am. I, I even yeah. bought one of those plastic sleeves to put them in because I don't want anybody touching them. <laughs> I know. I know. So yeah, Sweet. it was. Uh, but so thank you, and everybody else who I ran into, and uh, me, Wood, and I ran into. Uh, thank you. It was very cool. I I don't want to forget anybody, so I will mention no one. How about that? But yeah, everybody was stuff. just awesome. Yeah, right, well, I don't want to leave I'm, anybody I'm, out because they had a great time. Yeah, true, true. If you um, want to name them, I'll just say uh huh, uh huh. Yeah. yeah, well, I did. I, I I feel bad not naming people because we did spend a lot of time with them. So I I, I have just a couple people that I probably am going to forget some people if I forget you. My bad. It wasn't. See, there you go. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know, but you know, but still though, people like to be mentioned. It always feels good when people mention that they see you and vice versa. And frankly, all right, I'll chime say, in if you forget anybody. I, I know that I know that this is old hat for Chris and maybe even old hat for you guys because you've done a bunch of cons since the bullpen bulletin days and stuff. But it oh, yeah. still Around baffles me. It still baffles me and, and flattering when people come up, which happened all weekend long, including many artists, and say, hey, are you Wood from 11 O'Clock Comics? I love your show. And I'm thinking, really? Like, it just, it's very strange. But anyway, so um, obviously Andy, uh, great roommate, and uh, had a great time sp- spending time with him. Um, Josh and Kat, you know, who are the creators of the Utopias and Titanium Rain, they were very cool. Um, trying to think who else. Uh, Eric Jones. Oh, my God. Chris, do you know Eric Jones? Er? Do you know Eric Jones? He's one of uh, Paolo's buddies, and he's 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 repped by Paolo. He did the covers I, to the Unknown. David, you know the you know oh the, yeah, yes, yeah yeah yes yes yeah. that's why I'm oh, like oh my god he dude he uh, I was uh, he was across this Eric was across from Paolo at, at, at near Mike Norton and someone had <laughs> Paolo's Paolo a Paolo's a fucking trip, isn't he? Oh yeah, mad mad props for Paolo. We had a good time hanging out. I found that he was a former, another fellow Wall Streeter. I mean, he's a reformed Wall Streeter. He doesn't he does uh, cadence now full time, but he's a former Wall Streeter. Um, but Eric Jones is one of his buddies. Uh, was at the show. Um, as I said, he's done the covers to uh, the Unknown, Wade's Unknown, and also a bunch of Sealy's Hack Slash. Um, he was doing fifty dollar full color multimedia paintings. Damn. It was astounding, and th- he draws just the most beautiful women so i he did a domino for me oh my god <laughs> yeah. I, would, I almost want to leave my wife for this painting it's that good <laughs> it's ridiculous. so so i got it got to give him some love um uh Martheus wade uh i don't know if vince if you if you get to talk yes. to him at all but he's he's a really cool dude um uh, let's see, uh, Bill Blankenship, who uh, I got to meet there for the first time. Mike Schwartz, who uh, cre- is the creator of Oceanverse. Mike had one of the coolest things I've seen. You know, a lot of guys were selling their wares, their books, and that sort of thing. And it was all cool. But Mike did, because his, his webcomic is about the ocean, he did beforehand tons of little, like, digest-sized color paintings of superheroes, f- superhero fish. So, like, there was Corporal America... You know, like, you know, like Wonder Woman as a as a as a trout. You know, it was just and, and like. You what know, was uh, the gravity one? There was one of gravity. Yeah, I don't remember. Like he had oh, sure Mike like that. Yeah, he, yeah, he, well, it was he cool. gave it to Mike. He Mike Schwartz gave it to Mike Norton the gravity one. But but yeah, uh, yeah so that was a, a he was a real fun guy to meet. Um, uh, Dan Capitamini, obviously Zach was there and we hung out with him a ton. And were uh, Adam and Comfort there? 
Yep, Adam and Comfort were there. Adam nice. with his Comfort Love, Creators of the Uniques. Um, and and Zach Cameron, with, Cameron's wife, yeah. Exactly. Was her name Christina? Was that, is that right, I Vince? I think so, yes. Yeah, so Zach's wife was in town. Um, <sighs> Dean Stahl, very cool. Uh, he's an, a, a relatively new creator. He's been in the CGS anthologies, but he came up to me on Sunday and talked to me for quite a bit um, and is a listener of the show, and uh, and it was very nice to meet him. Uh, obviously, Dave, Dave Duanch, who... Um, you know, he and his geek savant buddies do probably the most raucous comics podcast around, but he was a super cool dude, and uh, it was great to finally meet him, because I've been internet buddies with him for a long time. My boys were probably the happiest that I got to meet Chris Iliopoulos, because he signed the Pet Avengers uh, that we had for me, and uh, and I bought his, uh, his he does a webcomic called Misery Love Sherman, yeah. and fans of... Uh, Calvin and Hobbes, which I know my boys are, and I certainly am, will love Misery Love Sher- Sherman if you don't like it. So I definitely recommend you checking out MiseryLoveSherman.com if, if you're into that sort of thing. Um, Big Jim Miller, I don't know if you guys know Big Jim. He is... Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. He's he, I, I had forgotten. He's actually a cartoonist. He draws... Uh, he's one of the artists on uh, Ed, Ed Nettie, the yep. uh, Two Network show. Oh, wow. He, he's yeah. awesome. Super cool, and uh, he was another guy that came up to, to us and introduced himself, and then I, I went and looked at his work, and I was like, oh, my God, this guy's going to be huge. Uh, he Wacker, also has a, has a story in Zach's book. The, yeah, uh, Mystery Solved, right. Mystery, Zach, Mystery Zach Solved. had his book, Mystery Solved, there, yep. Um, Wachter, obviously, and uh, hanging out with Wachter at his table was Amber, um, the, otherwise known as Amber, the superhero stylist, but but very cool. Um, she was very nice to uh, to meet. Um, Black uh, Stan Leroy, uh, B, uh, PKD Media, Sean Pryor. It was the first time I actually got to meet Sean, and he was uh, as cool in person as uh, as you suspect. I actually bought two of his books, Mercury and the Murd and Agents of Colt. Um, Sean was like a little mini empire. He had a whole little booth of creators that uh, that were part of his little entourage. Donnie Salvo was there too, as, as part of uh, as part of Sean's crew. Andrew Charapar, another uh, part of that crew. Um, of course, Vince. How can we forget Julian Lytle, oh. who was like our sidekick the whole whole weekend? He is, just, I love I love that man. I love Julian, him. Julian Julian captivated entire rooms full of people when he would go off on 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 his wisdom. He was dropping science on people, and it was cr- baffling. And probably I bought a lot of cool art uh, this weekend, but probably the coolest thing that I that I got this weekend was. Um, uh, Julian, I wanted, I knew I wanted him to, to do a commission for me. So we talked before the show and he's done a few other drawings for me. And he was like, well, what character do you want me to do? And I said, you know what? I don't want you to do me a character. You've got ants now and it's an awesome web comic. I want you to draw me an ant strip featuring my boys. So he did it. He, he freaking drew me a full page ants comic strip featuring me, Colin, Jackson, and Holden. And my boys are playing super dodgeball against the ants characters. It's freaking amazing. I will scan it and put it up as soon as I can. But it's nice. I mean, it's so cool to have a personalized comic book. The boys lost their minds when they saw that they were on a comic page. They asked me if they were, if they were famous now. So I said, well, <laughs> so maybe someday. Um, who hey, else? Wait, the, uh, the heavy okay. metal featuring Julian's work is out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. I got to say. I scored this weekend. And uh, he, does, he does himself very proud. Very proud. He got the back cover and the, the artist uh, section, and it, it looks fantastic. He did. They yeah. There's nothing to be uh, mm-hmm. ashamed of. It's awesome, awesome stuff. Definitely. Um, let's see. Chad Chad Ciccone, Amber. Uh, I mean, uh, Adam and Comfort is uh, Chris already yeah. asked about. Uh, Bruce Scoob Rosenberger in the house. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Rosenberger. Yep. Um, Schoonover, who we'll see at C two E two. J K Woodward, who I'd never met. Uh, very cool dude. Um, he does uh, the uh, the Fallen Angel uh, series. If people are familiar with that, 
Um, obviously, Gabe, we've, uh, who we mentioned, uh, Katie Cook was in the house. Uh, oh, yeah. Norton's in the house, and he did a kick-ass Black Panther uh, sketch for me. Um, and Norton. Fuck Norton, right? <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Lee Weeks was there. I didn't actually get to talk to Lee. Did you talk to him, Vince? Uh, no. No, me neither. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, well. I, I had that. I still have that stigma. No one comes up to me. No one. It's true. It's true, right? And I, I don't told know. You I, I, I have your fucking head stuck in a long box. No, I don't. I, I don't. I didn't. I don't know what it is. I was walking around. Nobody comes up to me, and it's not because I don't want to talk. I, maybe it's the look, and and I realize that I have to go. Well, you look pissed off. You always. I know. Pissed off. I know. Yeah. I have to go. I I I've come to the realization that a lot of this is is my fault because obviously I guess you're probably right. Uh, obviously, business as usual, you know, the status quo for me ain't working for people because it, either it seems like I'm pissed off or I just couldn't be bothered or I'm aloof. That's not true. I'm just, I like to observe things. I look around. I'm taking shit in. I'm just trying to get get my bearings and see what's going on. And people misconstrue that with uh, disinterest in them, I guess. I don't know. So I'm walking around. Nobody says boo. So next time, I'm going to wear a clown suit. When we go out to, you know, C2E2, uh, I'll wear a clown oh, suit. Please, you can... oh, please don't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm don't. Gonna wear a seriously. No, uh, but I, I don't know what I have to do to get to, to, to prove that. I Just look less mean. Well, I... <laughs> People will come up to me 24-7. I know, time. because you you yeah. got a baby face. I don't. That's true. Oh, we, we, will fix that. We, will fi- we will fix that in a couple weeks in Chicago yeah. because it's going to be all fun. And we just have to – we have – Okay. We have to get Vince up at like seven o'clock and yeah. get him drunk before we go to the Yes, that's right. All right. I, I know it's dragging on, so let me finish up here. Jamal Igel was in the house. Great hanging out with him. Obviously Wheezy and Walt. Supergirl. Yay. Great talking to them. I think that's got the creators covered. Uh, a few other shout outs too. Obviously the CGS crew, uh oh, yeah. Peter and Brian and uh Adam and uh Kevin oh. and Shane and yes. uh who am I forgetting? Matt and uh, their oh, respective families, all pants, all the pants, Murd uh, and Murd. I said Adam. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. Well, I call uh, Murd. Uh, Got to <laughs> give a shout out to the uh, to Daryl Duggett. Daryl uh, again proving that he's uh, smiling. Smiley. He was smi- all smiles actually at the show, which is kind of funny. You. Yeah, but he still wants you to punch me in the face. That's awesome. Well, he he, he wants he wants you to beat me down. That's great. Well, he's like, hey, yeah. You, you know why? Because my odd, my odd I don't agree with him. Uh, Chris and Ryan from Wild Pig, uh, Ian obviously, Ian Levenstein who had the con crud at the yeah, con, e- and then had Ian, the aka Typhoid Mary. I yeah, that's who I got it from. Zero, what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> Patient zero, right? For future reference, if you're sick, you don't go up and give people dap and hug them, and then tell them you're sick, bastard. Yeah, oh, by the you. way, I'm sick. By the Great way, I got the leprosy. Raff, Raff up into peace. Uh, oh, yeah. Mario, of course. We spent a lot of time hanging out with Mario, throwing back the drinks. Uh, Just Bill was there. Great seeing him. Um, you know, I'm I think it was awesome. I've, ne- I've never hung out with Mario, and oh, a, that that makes me angry. He's a trip. He is a goddamn trip. Well, we had a good time with Mario. Uh, I'm, I'm announcing right now that it's long overdue, and I'm very upset that I've never hung out with Mario. Cool. Well, there you go. No, not. Cool. And of course, Paolo, Paolo of Cadence. It was a blast. Oh, Paolo, Paolo's a crazy, crazy motherfucker. And I, and I, and he was a good sport because I fucked with him a little bit. I, uh, I bought <laughs> really? A, well, I bought a page, um, from Scotty. I bought, I bought a, uh, a page from Oz. Uh, oh, yeah, I, Jason, he has a page from Oz. It's awesome. Yeah, you should see really it. Really awesome. It's, Very uh, cool. and, and I, 
I paid full price for it, for the record, but but I <laughs> we were talking about how you know Scotty is uh, obviously very you know pretty popular these days, and and uh, and certainly we like to joke he's 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 not lacking in self confidence. So no. I uh, so I people tweet, talk to I, him. I, I sent Scotty a Twitter after I bought the page, telling him how excited I was that uh, Palo hooked me up and sold me a page of Oz for fifty percent off. <laughs> so, <laughs> and Palo was like, "Dude, he is going to torture me when he sees that tweet. You can't do that." And I said, "That's ah, all good, dude." Yeah. So, Scotty, yeah. if you're listening, I paid full price. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk some comics. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. And and again, if we forgot anybody, or if Jason forgot anybody, I know. Um, I, I apologize if we did. I'd be I did. Right. Oh, I'll listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Dang Acerbic. That. I like that. Feed Frankenstein. Hey, this is Johnny, the homicidal drummer from the Message Board. Just calling in to let you know I caught up on uh, Frankencastle 12, 13, and 14 uh, yesterday. Just wanted to call in and uh, let people know uh, if you're not on the forum to read about it and you're skeptical uh, about the the premise of the comic, thinking it's kind of a gimmick, and it probably is, you know, you know, Frankencastle, the name, you know, probably started as, you know, them thinking of something funny, but really it's, Remender, he's, he's a good writer, I haven't read that much from him, but I'm interested to read more, he, he's doing a good job of building characters and building this kind of other universe, uh, so I hope people don't think of it just as a, a gimmick or some stupid thing to get people onto the Punisher. I think even if you like the Punisher, and, and I haven't read that much, you know, some of Innis and some of the other, the bigger runs, you know, I, I've read, but, uh, you know, used to read it when I was younger, or, or my brother's copies at least. Um, you know, so I can't say I'm a huge Punisher fan, but, uh, you know, first off, you know, Tony Moore is, is a god. Uh, I think we would all agree with that. So it's amazing. Uh, and I, I apologize, I forgot who painted the last issue, which was the, the backstory of the villain who's in the comic, but I mean, that was great, too. It, it, he just, Remender's doing a great job, and he answers the letters in the back. That, to me, that was so great that he's answering the letters, all, even the negative ones. You know, he, he gives some, some snarky comments, which can, can kind of get old, but, but uh, still cool. But it's just the whole concept of it is just, you know, very old school. I don't know much about the Legion of Monsters, but I want to now, and uh, he, he's building up uh, their characters, and uh, it's just, it's it's more than than just what people are thinking. I'm kind of upset because he's already planting the seeds to kind of undo it, and it looks like from some of the previews down the road that, that he's going to undo it a little quicker. Uh, I hope he doesn't. I hope he keeps it going. It's it's uh, definitely uh, enjoyable. Uh, I was a couple months behind, and I was glad I was able to catch up this weekend, so uh, I guess I will talk to you all later and uh, go pick up Frankencastle. I like David. That yes, sir. What have you been reading? Oh, oh no! <laughs> see, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't want to do me first. We uh, uh, come on, come on, the silent one, the silent because one. Was no, you, you know, your, your fans demand it. Yeah, my yeah, fan David. If if you have a downer, world. that'd be that'd be even better because we were just on and up. Now we got to go down, and I'm going to bring it way back up when I start talking. So yeah, do it. <laughs> uh, well, I, before we started recording, I I began issue eleven. Of Wolverine Weapon X. I was hoping to finish it before we started tonight, but that's Which not Which one happening. was that? This Which has the that? one with the uh, with Deathlock and, oh. and Captain America, or Steve Rogers, I should say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the beginning of a new arc because I didn't read the one where 
he's in the sanitarium, so I, I'm, I'm giving it another that, shot. This that was awesome. The That's insane, what I'm hearing. The insane in the brain. And I like art. Paquette. I, I, I like Yannick Paquette, so I mean, I, I, I probably will read it. What? What did Chris just say? That was awesome. I know it was a Marvel book and it was awesome. No, no, oh seriously. No, uh, hey, okay, motherfuckers. I've got, two, I've, got, I've got two Marvel books. I know. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I, 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 I want to talk about tonight, but Jason Aaron's Insane in the Brain um, arc of Wolverine Weapon X was fucking awesome. Wow. Okay. It's enough. We're, we're going up. Yeah, we are. Yeah, see, you wanted to go down. We, um, no, it's Jason Aaron. That's Jason's it's, job. It's, <laughs> the, uh, I'm funny. As you found out this weekend. Maybe, yeah, you're, he's good. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, so yeah, so I can't. I can disengage my jaw. Well, <laughs> Jesus Christ! One of the <laughs> uh, okay, what I what I what I have been digging through, and and I'm about uh, looking at the bookmark about halfway through. Uh, friend of the show, one time uh, guest, Derek Howard. Sent me one time. Yeah, he was. He was on the, he was on the show one time. I'm not saying yeah, the th- only time he was on the no, show. No, I, I think you're pretty much right saying one time because I don't think he'll ever be on again. Oh. <laughs> no, not because I don't want him. He just doesn't like the round table. Yeah, he doesn't stuff. like the group. I know table. he does. I know. Oh, I'd have him on every. Like, Other way. And, and, and speaking of Derek David, he, he is, we are now the new home uh, to of, his. Yes, shows. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yes, we are. Yeah, the, uh, our forum at, uh, what is it? Uh, forum.bulletinspodcast.com. Or triple W, I'm sorry, David, 11oclockcomics.com. You can find us there. We got lots of stuff going on. Uh, there's, I hear rumblings of some kind of fantasy baseball league. But I, you know, I'm going to rule that fucking league. <laughs> you, you can ask I'm Vince sorry. why he's not reading any Marvel. I mean, no, it's, 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 he pretty much wanted a uh, a forum for his podcast and and pretty much for for any of the um the Marvel shows noise under the or the uh, the, the, noise the umbrella uh yeah. and 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 basically anything that comes in into his head and and right i mean he was asking about oh, you know boy. when do you know how to, when do you decide to pick up a comic book when when's the time to drop a comic when is um and 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 apparently there was a review on iTunes where someone said that he's Comes off arrogant, so he he started a thread about that. So if if you think Eric is that's con- just Derek, it, it, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So if, Derek if, talks. You, know, you chime in on that. So um, he sent me uh, a few weeks ago a box with a few goodies in it. One of which was Heartbreak Soup, a Love and Rockets book, which is oh, uh, so good. Albert Hernandez's uh, story from from Love and Rockets, or one of one of his stories. I. You know, this is another one where I read reviews, I saw snippets of in the comics journal or Amazing Heroes. I mean, there are panels in, in this book that just take me back to the 80s because I may not have read them in their original context, but I remember when a certain panel accompanied a review where somebody was talking about it and they used that to talk about the issue. And um, it just takes me all the way back. I, I didn't read Love and Rockets when it was first coming out because I never I didn't going to the comic shop wasn't something that I could do every week. Most of my yeah. comic purchases were done from the newsstand, either from from Benny's on one corner or, or, or the stationery store down the street. And you know, that's where I picked up my Marvel, my DC, my continuity, my Archie, anything like that. That's that's where I got it. They weren't carrying Fantagraphics at, at the newsstand. So I never knew, you know, 
if Love and Rockets was something I could dive into. Was it an anthology? I didn't. I mean, it's not that it was different than anything else I was reading because I it wasn't even a black and white thing where oh, it's got to have color or anything like that. It, it was just I wasn't. It, it it just I wasn't sure what it was, and and yeah. and and silly me and, and shame on me for for not just grabbing an issue and running with it and and to hell with it and wherever I end up, you know, or I'll go back. But it's something that I knew. Chances are I'd enjoy when I finally got to read it, uh, and and I'm I'm sorry it took so long to start reading it. Uh, better late than never, and it's something that I'll I'll I'm going to continue to look for these these because this is the um this is like the the, the recent repackaging from Phantom Graphics. Breaking up, It's um it's it's. Just Hilbert stuff. It's it's just heartbreak soup. So I mean, there's there, there's no locus. No, I mean there is Maggie and 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 Hopi because there's a uh, there's one story that takes place in the park where everybody's having a party and and even Robert Crumb you, you see him in the background in one of the panels. But uh, <laughs> awesome. it's um you know this isn't I, there's a thread right now asking if um yeah what would do you consider like Icon or Vertigo you know what 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 What's indie? Yeah. And this, this I you know, I, I, I hate that terminology. I, I think that we need to throw indie out the window. Out with noir, and, and it, you know, it, yeah, with noir, it, it's just good comics. That's and that's what I'm. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm getting at. It's, well, it's, Love and Rockets has so much soul to it. It is just, it is, it is filled with so much passion and soul. An amazing comic book storytelling. It, it's, I, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to, I, I don't want to talk with too much hyperbole, but you know, Love and Rockets is one of those that that you really need to read because there's just a lot of love that's poured into it. It's it, it's got a lot of soul. You know? And it's if if you're somebody who likes the monthly. Serialized. I, I I gotta find out what happens in in the next issue of Batman and Robin or Captain America or or Daredevil, something like that. This this well, at least I'm going by with in Heartbreak Soup. The, the stories it it's not linear. You have one story that talks about the characters when they're younger kids, and then the next one is they're older and married, and then it goes back to their parents. And it's it's not. Um, you know, you're not going to get something that you know. Next month, it's another day in the life of these characters. No, it's 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 all over the place, and it's fantastic. And it's, it, I, I love my superheroes. I love yeah. my mainstream stuff, but but I I really it's a, it's a, it just kind of makes you feel warm when I, you know, and and it's called heartbreak soup. It, it's kind of like you know eating chicken noodle soup it makes you warm whenever you read it it's because it's about people and in these situations that may not be familiar to you but it's about it's about people doing things that people do it's and it's, there's a passion i mean you can wonder, tell yeah, that, that, that he's absolutely and i mean it's this is what makes me smile when it comes to the medium this you know books yeah. like this this is why i love comic books i i the 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 markings on the page, everything, everything is 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 so easy on the eyes. It's not, you know, there, there's no cross hatching. There's no, there's nothing crazy. No one's getting, yeah. you know, no, 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 no goblin bombs are going off. No, no batarangs are getting thrown around. It's just, it's, it's a day we, in the we, life. We, we talked this town. We, we've talked over and over about economy of line and and 
a cartoonist and that kind of stuff. And I am such a huge Gilbert Hernandez fan. And I'm, I'm just now, you know, I've been reading a lot of Palomar and now I'm going over and re reading Locus. And so I'm, I'm becoming more of a, a Jaime Hernandez fan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Man, though, those, both of those got different, but equal, I guess. Mm. And, and just, uh, I, I th- they approach it differently they have a different line and you know i mean they're brothers and so you can see i mean it's really amazing how talented both of them are but they all you know they they have their different storytelling techniques and and styles but man what 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 a fantastically talented duo those guys are and and to to trio really if you include mario okay sure sure and, and to put that under the Lovin' Rockets umbrella, it's, I mean, it, it, it's very special. And yeah. why, it, it's easy to be, um, hyperbolic talking about Lovin' Rockets, but it is really a, a very special occurrence in, in comics. And the, you know, the Hernandez, uh, the, what, what they do is pretty awesome. Yeah. Yes. I, I gotta say though, I love both of the the gentlemen, uh, Gilbert and, and Jaime. They both have something. They, they bring something to to the table that you can't find in any other artist. And and yeah. that that's that's cool. That's very unique. But if I had to pick, you have oh, the that's you, you, that's, you, that's you, you have you have so the gun hard. to my head. I, I would definitely go with Gilbert. Because I'm, I'm yeah. a huge Gilbert fan. Yeah, yeah. Be, because even though Jaime's. Um, the locust stuff with with Maggie yeah. and Hopi, and we know those characters and we love them, and they're so beautifully fleshed out. I mean, everything about them has been explored in the pages: their sexuality, their hopes, their dreams, their fears, everything. So, so we feel like we know these people, and and Jaime brought that punk rock aesthetic to to, mm-hmm. to comics where it's like screw you these are two tough women and 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 they they dress the the, well, the, the so punk it's, nor- it's north of the border and that's, and right it's cool that it's, yeah, it's, it's women a- that it, when you think love and rockets you think you think maggie and hopi and you think luba it's like it's, right, it's right. women that that are just that are iconic with this with this title but i will say the majority of jaime stories they're they're fantastic and i I take a lot away from them, but he's never managed to pierce that that emotional membrane like Gilbert. Gilbert's uh, an American in Palomar story with Tontazin. And, See, I, I, and, I'm about to get up to that. Oh, and oh. The, and the photographer. I, I'm 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 a dude, uh, but I'm not above admitting that story made me cry. That that's the one that just how, really? how, okay. if you've if you've gone to Mexico and not I'm not talking Cancun if you've gone to to parts of rural Mexico mm-hmm. as and I'm talking as a as a midwestern white boy um, Palomar is an absolutely amazing epic of getting you in touch with rural Mexico. I I absolutely love those stories. Yeah. It is they're they're heartfelt and they're they're crazy and insane and fun. Um, but it it, get, it gets you in touch with the heart of what is rural Mexico and and the family aspect and these people and how they care about each other. Right, exactly. And and the thing it's is, so yeah, it's so touching. They don't live in the best conditions. 
Right. No. Okay. No, it's, and it's rural Mexico. Right. It's, 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 it's this little village, and a lot of them are just, they're just making, just scraping get, by. I mean, by, I mean, Tontazin would go out into the forest and gather these, what, are they, what were they, babosa, these eels, just, just to, you know, be able to feed people. And, but it doesn't seem to affect them. It just they're they're so strong and and vigilant people that you know this is the way we live. We just got to make the best of it. That that's the, the the neat thing about Palomar, where the conditions are horrible and and the you know the crime and and the the just the adultery and all this stuff that unfolds around them. But it doesn't. They're unflappable. They're and so occasionally strong. you might have like UFOs. <laughs> yeah, once in a while. Yeah, which is kind of kind of fun. There, there's you know? a very very palpable David Lynch vibe in Palomar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's but it's um, I mean, it's it, awesome. It, but, it, you feel so connected to those characters, and yeah. it's yeah, it's I don't know, it's it, it's and in, really in, wonderful stuff. In this book, I mean, it, it starts off with. Um, with 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 the short story uh, Cello's Burden, which is just a few oh. pages, but it 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 obviously I pretty sure it was illustrated well after Heartbreak Soup started, and because that started in uh, late 1983. Wow! So you 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 when when Heartbreak Soup starts, you have 1983, and I. I I don't know if the series was bi-monthly or anything like that, but there you can. I I love how his art just progresses. I mean, just just from story to story, and and I mean, it, Heartbreak Soup it still looks great, oh, but they're they're, they're, it, they're just the expressions on people's faces are, and you can't even say, oh, you know, the anatomy looks a little wonky. I mean, there are times where people are walking and their feet are up, like 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 they're from from. Uh, from a Blondie comic strip or something. I mean, he, it's, it's, I, I'm not going to say it's cartoony, but it's, it's, some of it is, um, Kurtzman-esque. It, yes, thank you. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's comic strippy, but yes, definitely Kurtzman. That's, that, that's what I'm trying to think. With and that, that's so cool because you, you almost have two styles at work and two brothers. Get Gilbert, who does the, the Kurtzman-esque, Kirby-ish, uh, sweeping brush stroke, and then you got Jaime, who's from the like the uh, Dan DiCarlo, Archie type. Um, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, catch him like Dennis the Menace, where where the line is thin, but it's just it's so well placed. It's amazing. And how do two guys like this grow up in the same household? <laughs> how does that happen? But that's that. That's it, it, it's like amazing. two sides of, of of one brain. It's just like one can yeah, do this. Yeah, and, right. and and I mean, the women are beautiful. I mean, and and and. Everybody, you can always tell who everybody is. There's no, there's no like stock face. No, no. no this is what man no, looks like. This is what woman right. looks like. Everybody looks different. Um, but I mean, you know, you have you have one story where you 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 chuckle. You know, something's funny. Someone, you know, he's got a bump on his head, and what the hell? And 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 then the next one, you have you know Toko, who's who's molested, and it's just it's it's oh, just yeah, I mean, know. some of it is just it's like I'm up and then okay and then and then hopefully I'll feel better after the next story. And did you get to the part with the tree? The I want to say yes, where where she uh, yeah the, the the tree is saying yes, mm-hmm. and then it and then yes yeah I read that one. Okay, oh all right. The, <laughs> uh, that was the whispering tree, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did, then, we, did we lose Jason? No, I'm here, man. No, I, just, I don't right. think he's dread love Jay- Jason yeah. has not fallen in love with Love and Rockets yet, I can tell. Okay. 
Well, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm just listening because I don't, as you guys know, I haven't read it, so I don't. You know. Oh, you're going to love it, too. Speaking you know, of, you know, J- J- Jace, just go out, pick up the Palomar hardcover, and I, at, at this point, I think you will absolutely fall in love with Love and Rockets. Yep. And honestly, whenever we first started the show, I'm like, you know what? I don't know if Jace would, would like Love and Rockets. Knowing you like I know you now, uh, you will you will read yeah, especially it, especially after you, Bean World and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, uh, again, you, you guys are it. saying I'm all grown up. No, I'm just gonna say yes. you changed yeah, a lot. You know, I, no, honestly, I, you know, years, man. I mean that that's kind. Of, I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm feeling all retrospective because I'm you know killing one show, um, but it, it, it it's kind of it's kind of neat to look back and see how. You know, I mean, you know, Vince has been all grown up since since we started oh this, and David's always been to, to yeah, you know, yeah, Methuselah. Uh, well, Vince, Vince is an old soul, and, and David, you know, has has been doing this for a long time. But you know, Jason and I have, um, you know, I think opened up to a lot of comics um, over the course of this show and the last spread our wings years. and, and yeah. fly like, like yeah. little butterflies. <laughs> uh, and, and I, yeah, I, I think I think Jason, I think it's time for you to to read Love and Rockets. Yeah, the um, definitely. I. I just, the whispering tree, the the last panel, the person hiding behind the tree is is Beto. Is that is that is that Hilbert? Is is that supposed to be the the, the oh, author? I, I don't have my I have my book, but it's under a big stack. Okay, I, I all right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I mean I, I I said I didn't get up to an American Palomar yet. Aside from um, what was it? Uh, Eche Homo, the only story that I, not the only story, but one story that really stuck with me was, was the first multi-part story in the book, and that was, um, the, the uh, Act of Attrition, where you, oh, okay, where, um, Crystal it was Pete. mostly about, it was mostly about Luba and, and, and going out to the clubs and, and Archie and, yeah. and seeing their relationship start. I mean, it's, it's, I'm trying it's, to recapture that, that, Quickly evaporating youth that that yes. she she once had. And, yeah. I mean, she's got you know four kids, and and it's just, I mean, yeah, you 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 really do. I mean, there may not be a whole lot that I um I, I'm there's You're not a man. Much of a connection between yeah. me and Luba or right. me and Cello. I mean, I don't I don't give baths to people, but it's it it's still these are still very these are still people that you could that you know. I mean that 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 you could have known growing up or i mean it's it's a very real feeling yeah. book and it's there's, it's, it's there's a lot of symbolism in that hammer that that luba likes to carry yeah around. oh my god yeah 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 it's awesome right. and i don't i'm uh, yeah now I'll, I'll i'll we're not going to give anything away from the story i mean it's they're great stories in there it's a great book art's great everything is fantastic you know we can go into it way more when 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 jason right. reads it but uh good stuff Highly recommended. Of, oh my God! Yeah, it, it's it's like uh, Gilbert is is retelling the these old um, legendary tales of 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 this country, uh, like whispered at at campfires in and in in in, uh, in living rooms. You know, just, just these these stories that have been around forever, but they're not. They're all new. And how San Fideo three hours away, and it's just a whole other world. It's like the heaven door plumbing and electricity and everything. And here's here's Palomar, where you know you 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 swat and flies off your eyelids and stuff. Yeah. It's it's crazy. It's really it, it's awesome. Yeah. I see a lot of uh, Gabriel uh, Marquez in 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 Gilbert's storytelling. 
Oh, okay. But, but that's just me. All right, Jason, talk about something. I want to hear from you. Huh. Um... <laughs> Huh. Well, huh. you know what? I, I, you know, I, I, maybe and hopefully, uh, that, hopefully, David maybe read this too, so we can piggyback. Um, X Factor Forever. Wow. Oh, I didn't get it yet. No. Oh, okay. Um, he stopped you. He did. Well, I, I had such a good time talking to Louise that I knew it was in my pile, so I did. I came home and read it when I got back. But um, um, I'm I guess that it's, it's only a mini. I didn't know it was supposed. Yeah. To be a mini well, I did talk to her about that. So I, yeah, as you alluded, it's it's. Um, it, it much like X Men Forever, which is ongoing it's and up to on like forever. yeah, exactly. It's up to like what, like eighteen, nineteen, twenty it's, issues. Yeah, yeah. and then, and there's going to be a season two. They're kicking it off with the second volume right. in the summer. Right, and that's Claremont, and obviously, as we've joked, um, that's very much about the fact that Claremont is under contract for life at Marvel and is guaranteed <laughs> two books a month. And so they they're having him basically play in his own playground where he's picked up the story where he left off back in uh, the day on X Men and uh, and he's just kind of doing his own thing. Your mileage may vary. Uh, I'll just leave it as it wasn't my cup of tea. Um, but I very much fondly and 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 gloriously remember uh, the original X Factor series. And uh, Louise was the writer for a long time on that, and she left at, at issue 64. It was actually cool. I brought my issue 64 to have her sign at the uh, Super Ooh. Show. It was kind of dope. But um, they dope. approached her recently to piggyback off this X-Men Forever idea and do X Factor Forever, which is a five-issue series, which will essentially the arc that would have followed uh, takes place directly after X Factor 64. Uh, now, was there a major... Um event that happened right when 64 ended was it i mean i know it wasn't mutant massacre but was there anything going on in the x universe well it, the one thing i will say about this that was great is louise wrote a it's it's all text and she wrote a text piece in the beginning of the book which frames exactly where the x universe and x factor was um leading up to this book awesome. she takes each character and says so basically the the where we left off was was scott had the baby, you know, he, is, he and Madeline had the baby, Christopher. Um, baby hasn't been sent away, it's, you know, it's, it's still his. Uh, you've got, you've just gotten past the whole mutant massacre thing, you've got, you know, Angel is now Archangel, um, Caliban is Apocalypse's, you know, Horseman. Uh, horseman. Mm -hmm. The, the X-Factor is the original five X-Men, and they're living and, and working in, in the ship, which was Apocalypse's ship. The sentient ship, but obviously it originally was the celestial uh, ship, and they're hanging out there, and and um, you know the beast still looks like the way the beast should look. Right. Finally got his hands on him. Okay. Yeah. Bobby Bobby has to wear that power belt because his power's out of control. Um, Gene is back. Um, you know, so but uh, and it just picks up right there, and it's just basically it, it, it hit. You know, Louise hasn't she. When I talked to her, she had said that she literally hadn't. She's one of those people that never reread her stuff or paid much attention when she left the book. So she hadn't read or kept up with these characters in almost twenty years. When she got the gig, she went back and read her whole run, remembered where she where she wanted to go with it, and just told that story. And I mean, it's only the first issue of five, but it was just fantastic. I mean, Dan Panosian's doing the artwork, and uh, it's just a really great fit uh, for the book. Um, you know, Pinocchio. So it's, it's a better first issue than First Wave, is what you're saying. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> I enjoyed it quite a bit more. Hey, than first be wave. careful there. But again, that's to be fair. <laughs> these characters are yeah, very, very yeah, nostalgic. Hey, hey, Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're you yeah. and I 
both poor, enjoyed First Wave, motherfucker. Poor don't Wood. Even, don't even <laughs> yeah, <it's> <laughs> Scott, poor Wood. Man, he's twenty. Feet, he's 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 silent for like half an hour while you're going on, and then you drop a bomb on him. That's rude. Tell him, Wood. That's rude. Seriously, that's rude. <laughs> rude, bitches. But it's dope. It it picks up where it left off. It's uh, it's 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 you know, Wheezy still got it, man. You know, and um, and it's just it's it's got all the notes that made X Men and, and X Factor fantastic back in the day, which was that they were a family. They were it was a soap opera. You know, they had love interests. They had actual lives. Every moment wasn't about the extinction and death and survival of the species. I mean, yes, they were they were serious threats, but they also managed to still have some fun and, and have lives. And and uh, and and that's where the story you know picks up. And um, certainly, if you read the book back then, it it was it, it even though I haven't read. These those issues prior to this in in you know fifteen twenty years I I really re, I was like it was like I remembered them yet from yesterday so um so hats off to her and I did ask her you know because it is only five issues if if Marvel's approached her for more and and, and I guess as as is most most things today she said she would be open to it um and it really just comes down to how well the book is received so yeah. uh, if it if it sells well and and it's well received then then there's a good shot that there'll be more of it and uh, she certainly seemed open to doing more here and and also said that she'd love to tackle her you know other the other books that she had good runs on too so maybe you know if we're lucky we can get <laughs> yeah, a power I was pack say that yes. power pack yeah so, um so Wheezy still got it. The book looks beautiful. She did say Pinogian's not one of those artists that can comfortably draw a monthly book on a regular basis. So they had given him a lot of lead time for this. So she said if they do do another X Factor book, there would probably have to be a few month lag because she would love for Dan to continue on and do the awesome. book. She thought he did great. But uh, I, yeah, once you read it, I'd be curious to get your thoughts because I, I thought it was terrific. And I really, like I said, the, the X Men Forever I, I didn't really vibe with, but this was was right in my wheelhouse. So can I ask a, a rhetorical question? Why not Walt? Hmm. He well, I think Walt, see, he was he was doing Vigilante with DC. I was, was going to say he might yeah. be. I don't. I don't. I don't know if he's. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's still freelance. I can't say exactly, yeah. but he's. You know, I mean, in recent years he did Hawk, Hawk Girl. He was doing the covers for Vigilante, and he did the one issue with uh, with Jean Paul Leon. He um, he's, he's, he's always writing. Doing, he, yeah, the was World of Warcraft books. Right, thank you. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean, he might he might just be. Playing in the sandbox right now, and and that's what he's digging with. Okay, mm-hmm. take it away, Wood. What else you got? Did you guys read the Hercules Fall of an Avenger? Not, Not yet. yet. Not yet. I don't want to talk too much about it because I know it's a book we all do love. I just want to say there were good things and bad things. The bad thing, the primary bad thing, is that as the title implies, it's you know celebrating the the end of Hercules, which oh, I, I thought he just up. tripped. Yeah, no, no Fall of the Avenger. <laughs> uh, the 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 cool thing was that Pac and Van Dante hit some of those great notes of humor. Um, it, for example, in, in the first page, I'm, I'm like I, this is a Multini spoiler, but it's it's hilarious. Um, Amadeus pours out a beer, a little. He pours a little bit for his homie that's not here anymore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, the, the bad thing for me, and and to me, it was a major bummer. Um, was was the artwork, uh, oh. Olivetti. Olivetti oh, just yeah, that's so right. stiff in this. Oh, book. really? Yeah, I mean it. And I'm not an anti Olivetti guy. I thought I enjoyed uh, his Punisher run and stuff, but but I, I just thought the it just really looked stiff and just just so so yeah. obviously computer generated and just didn't really. It would just look like snapshots and not. Let's not let's say sequential. computer assisted from now on. Sure, because sure, generated enough, is kind of a misnomer. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. 
but but I will say in his defense, I did think about it a little bit. I mean, it is a a basically a eulogy and funeral observation, so there yeah. isn't really a lot of action for him to have been dynamic right. with. But just maybe someone that was a little more naturalistic. In yeah, the way all, all of that he has to be on the right book at yeah. the right time, yeah. and it's not it's not always. Yeah, you got to be. He he's an artist. You have to be careful putting him in the right situation. He's, he's mm-hmm. kind of like McGinnis, where you need that. I mean, McGinnis is great on Hulk. And, yeah. and, and yeah, right. broad, broad shoulders, larger than life characters. And Olivetti, I thought his cable was—I mean, it may have been a lot larger than than some of the other artists that have drawn cable over the years. But I mean, I think it fit on cable because you also had that stupid, exaggerated robotic arm on on Bishop. So I mean, it just it it worked with that style in early cable. Yeah. And and I I guess um he was doing well. I mean, after Punisher War Journal, but he. Uh, he had a couple of issues on on Hulk. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, that the, works. The there. whole uh, let's put uh, uh, Scar through his paces and train right. him to fight right. that. But I mean, yeah. it's weird that I mean, you would think, hey, cool, you know, Olivetti's going to be drawing Hercules, and and so you expect to see Hercules in it. But if it's basically a, a memorial service, then yeah, a lot of the smaller characters that Hercules yeah. has known over the years are going to uh, be in the book, well, they, and, and that yeah. Might yeah. I mean, they oh, flash yeah. back to Hercules, like they they they're remembering him. Each each person's going around and saying what they remember most about him. So he did get to draw her, you know, battling Namor, battling Thor, banging out different chicks, that kind of thing. But again, there were more flashbacks, and yeah, you know, uh, so all that he is, he he's an interesting case. I I like his stuff. I don't always like his stuff because right. I you know I I don't know. He just he just needs to be put on the right book, and I right. don't know what I that book right, is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's right. Yeah. You know, can can I continue the Marvel love because I know we don't fucking talk about it. So, well, it's, well, it's so it's oh, so odd from you, Jason. Was that? Do you have anything else to? No, to that's shoot it. On that's this? it, man. No, that's it. <laughs> I don't know if Vince doesn't want Chris to talk, or he just wants to really hear what tonight. No, Jason needs to be protected because you guys are ravaging him. You're ripping him apart. This. What are you talking about, Jason? Jason, Jason, Jason am I about. am I wrong? Am I wrong, buddy? Back he me just up there. Said I think you're wrong, buddy. I'm just trying to c- <laughs> stir some shit up, and nobody's the, biting the, at the it. Only have, have the only professionals, man. Have the porn people do that. You don't need to do that. <laughs> yeah, the the only time I've owned wood this week is in the eleven o'clock you know, <laughs> baseball draft, <laughs> which we have another one tomorrow, by the way. Yeah. Well, well, okay, all right. So <laughs> it, it's it's time it's time it's time to lay some bets. Hey. Right All right, so we've got two fantasy baseball leagues that work, yes. and so this could get complicated because I think the, I, I think that we need to have a I, I beat Wood in one league and and maybe not the other, so it becomes a wash. So if I beat you in both leagues, yeah. what what what? Or if you beat me in both, I think it needs to be you know I don't know what do you want to do? You know, yeah, yeah, one one league bet. Both leagues bet. I, I got an idea. Here's I'll throw because you were throwing out some loot. I'm fine with make, putting some skin in the game, but let's make it. Let's make it since it's the eleven o sluggers leagues one and two. Let's okay. make it comic related. So how about we do if one of us beats the other in the standings? It's mm-hmm. it's a rotisserie points league in both leagues. Okay. The loser has to buy the other one a page from Cadence up to 150 bucks. 
Ooh, nice oh, okay, I can do that. Okay, so nice so now, there are so, other people playing, right? I mean, it's not just yes, oh, yes. yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. But but Wood and I are going to finish one too, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, barring <laughs> catastrophic injuries, it was pretty much a two man race. Yeah, so, so, like, so, yeah. so but but we'll make. But we this. love you all for showing up and drafting last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> no, it's fucking child's play. Um, so so if if I beat you in in one league. And and you beat me in another. It's a wash. Is that what we're saying? Well, let's make it if we push in terms of the leagues, but we'll do average finish, and then we'll do like uh, fifty dollars of uh, of of Amazon or in stock trade comics. Cool. Okay. Fine. And, and David and I are going to have a side bet. We're we're going to bet on which one of you guys win, and the pot will be one drink. Yes. How about I, that? I, I, I would I would put your money on me because uh, I'm, I'm going with I'm Jason. Gonna, I, I'm 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 going to rule these leagues because <laughs> because from what I saw, Wood relies way too much on average, and that is a bad 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 way to go. Okay. I'm glad since it's just get, get, you got to put you got to put your money on the taters. Wood. Hear this. Got to put your money on the taters. Hi guys, it's Matt. Uh, it's Templar from the forums, as per usual. Um, and I'd, I've, I've just finished listening to the Ill Pickle, um, number one. Vince, that was awesome. Um, my son woke me up very, very early on uh, this cold and frosty Tuesday morning, and he got back to sleep. And once he's awake, I can't sleep either. And I uh, listened to that while I was going about my morning stuff. And um, what an amazing family we've got here on the forums. Um, whether you're kind of an active member or not an active member, um, whether it's forum posts or uh, voicemails, just it's just an awesome group of people. Um, and so if you haven't checked out the, the hotline special stuff, I think the hotline gets a lot of shit. I think whether it be on other shows or um, whether it be kind of the, you know, some, 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 sometimes people just like to rant and uh, give the hotline guys some crap, so... Um, I think listen to it, support it. Um, there's some 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 gold on there. Um, specifically, Mr. Zach Crucy spent ten minutes um, just giving a load of love to to the cons that he loves and the cons that inspired um, Summit City Comic Con, and uh, that was amazing. There was a guy, and I can't remember his name, so I apologise. Uh, he said he was 41 and just spent ten minutes just gushing about the comics he loves and the books that. He'll always remember, no matter kind of how shit life is getting. You always go back to remembering that you love Burns' artwork on X Men, and remembering when you were twelve and you read that Storm got tied to a machine, and you thought, "Shit, she looks hot," and that's how women should be drawn. Uh, just a great um, episode. So I just wanted to throw that out there if you haven't listened to it, and I'm on there as well. So um, yeah, thanks, Vince. Bye. All right, let's swing it back, comics, buddy. All right, bring it back. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I, I waited. I waited on the trade for the uh, the return of Captain America, which which I got this oh. week in uh, Captain America Reborn, mm. and uh, I read it. Uh, I read it on the train a couple couple days this week, and uh, enjoy. Uh, I I did enjoy it mightily. Um, I'm still a little fucking confused on exactly what the Red Skull's original plan was, but um, um, I gotta say that that it 
was fun. It was chalk. I didn't know that this was written by Ed Brubaker. I could have sworn it was written by Mark Miller because oh, filled with like it. Was, no, it was filled with you know. Well, first of all, it's Brian is that Ed. a compliment to Miller or a well, dig? You know, <laughs> it, 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 it's it, it's weird because okay, no, there there were certainly you know you could you could see the Brubaker fingerprints all over it, but it was the Brian Hitch artwork, and then yeah. it was just like one fanboy splash page after another in it. Now, I read it in the collected edition, not the single issue, so maybe it was a little bit more pronounced, but um, whenever there's, you know, a big reveal, it was, you know, the big splash page with, you know, whoever, you know, Red Skull this, or Captain America that, or, um, or you know, or whatnot, but... Um, um, no, I, I, I liked it. I thought it was uh, a nice way to bring Steve back into the Marvel U. Um, still, like I said, a little confused. It, it seemed like a long way to go for the Red Skull to, I guess, what was that the whole idea to put his consciousness in, in Steve's body? Was that the whole idea? Right. Because mm-hmm. wasn't that what Zola was brought in for? Because he's a he's yeah pretty much a master of that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It was for him to get the ultimate revenge by by coming back in the body of Steve Rogers. Yeah, that's a, that's a long fucking way to go. Yeah. Agreed, agreed. You know, I don't want to pit one company against another, but from what I've heard mm-hmm. of of this return of Bruce Wayne stuff, whoever's writing, I think it's Morrison, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. it's yeah. it's very similar to what Brubaker did with Captain America. Very similar. Because yeah. you you got Bruce yeah, digging his know, way back through history and all these yeah. time periods, and that's that's what I mean. It, it both are using that lost mechanism. It, it, it's odd how sometimes I'm sure it wasn't planned. They don't, you know. I'm sure no, they're not. No, they're, they're not they're talking they're, on the phone. Hey, what are you doing? No, right, yeah, but no. but it's weird how sometimes these things, the synchronicity that both companies like kind it. of. Yeah, uh, Blackest Night and Necrotia, and yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's even strange. Though, I mean, I I say that it's I'm one to you know let them stand on their own uh, merits, right, judge, right, judge right, them as, yeah, as they are. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, yes, it is it is pretty interesting that you know one is I can see why people would compare, but I don't deem I don't consider them to be similar events. But I know exactly what you're saying. It's like thematically earned, they're in the same ballpark, yeah. And right. and we we we're aware of the lead time that these projects require so it's just coincidence i mean yeah. i don't think it's anything else uh but I, like i said it's just just strange sorry chris go it, ahead. It, Can, no uh, you know whenever i whenever i close the you know the the hardcover on this it, it was a fun story it was yeah, it what, was six, five issues six issues whatever it was it was it was cool to see um the the steve rogers captain america fighting his way back through time and you know it was a great um you know cap versus the red skull story and you have the mighty avengers in it and it's tied in with dark rain and so you you know you have all this other stuff going on but i'm gonna say that that cap one through 25 you know the 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 brubaker the beginning of the brubaker run through the death of captain america stands Mm -hmm. as a you know a modern tentpole of 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 comics i think that's well, it was 25 issues, right? It was, was yeah. it issue 25? That's 25 issues that you can read beginning to end that tell this amazing story. Now, unfortunately, it ends in the cat, you know, death of Captain America, but it, it's, it's a fantastic, it's, <laughs> yeah, duh. It, it, it's a fantastic story on its own. This is the way to get it back. And 
it, it was good. Um, you know, I agree not, with you. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm not. I, I'm not going to say it's Watchmen. I enjoyed. I enjoyed <laughs> Reborn. Um, but as yeah, a, but as a culmination to everything he did previously, yeah. not not the best way to to uh, go out. You know, my only problem with it was, and I I enjoyed the storytelling, I enjoyed the the pacing, the artwork was great. It was great fanboy moments here, there, and there. But it's like, okay, that was the that was the idea is that is that they have to create this um, partnership with Doom to create this this weapon that sticks Steve Rogers in a fixed point in time, so the Red Skull can take over his body. And you know, I, I kept thinking, man, that that's a long fucking way to go. Right. You know? Yeah. Well, and then <laughs> it, it, it would have been easier if they just put bullets in Sharon's gun. There you yeah, go. It's like, yeah. Why exactly. Don't, exactly. Why don't she just kill him? So, yeah. You know that. Yeah. You know that. That was my point. You know the the only thing, but that that that's the deal with you know keeping iconic characters alive is right. you know you you have to create these little traps to to bring them back. But I enjoyed the story. It, it's just yeah that that was the only thing that that kind of bothered me with it. So I always totally compare. I, I compare Captain America Reborn to the Marvel's project. It's inevitable. Both of them started at the same time. They're both by Brubaker. Yeah. Uh, if uh, com- comparing the two, uh, Captain America Reborn is like the dessert after the main course that was the Marvel's project. I think yeah. the Marvel's project is great. It really it, is. It, it, it's it's so so ironclad. It's it's amazing. And the, but like you said, Reborn, eh, it was fun. You know, it was a nice little romp, but uh, if if that was the ending to the movie that was Captain America one to twenty five, you know the 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 the, the culmination of all that, uh, not not fitting at all. Um, you know? d- what was the uh, the the Tom Cruise movie? Um, were, were the the Psy Police one? Minority Report. Minority Report. Mi- yeah. Minority Report. Um, the okay, the point. Yep. The point, okay, the point in that movie where they they put Tom Cruise in in cryogenic storage and he's basically lost, mm-hmm. you know, I, I always thought that they could have rolled credits at that, and so it becomes a very dystopian movie, and it you know the good the the good guy doesn't win, and I think it becomes a very poignant movie at that point. And mm-hmm. and then they come back with the last twenty minutes, which is the Steven Spielberg ending. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Like Meet with so, AI. You're right. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. So, Spielberg, right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you know Captain America one through twenty five is is that um, you know we gave it we gave it the try and um, you know we 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 will still go on, but you know the the icon is dead, and then I think that. You know, Captain America Reborn is the Steven Spielberg ending. I would say Michael Bay, but yeah, you're cool. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, Steven yeah, Spielberg. you know what I mean. You, you yeah, know. you know, yeah. giant yeah. red skull. Was, you know, I'm with you, Chris. Yeah. I think it was yeah. uh, the giant is, red skull was cool. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was yeah. exactly it was right. Well, he's not going to escape now, is he? <laughs> <laughs> well, is he? <laughs> uh, I guess it's so, my turn. Are you done? No, uh, yeah, cool. Because I got a question for you. Oh boy. Yeah. What do you want most out of life, Christopher? Um, you could say not to hear about manga, and I, 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 would, I would say <laughs> uh, to see my my enemies driven uh, before me, hear the lamentations of the women. Oh, oh look at you! Well done. 
Uh, do you know what what uh, young Luffy D Monkey wants? Oh jeez, he wants nothing more out of life than to be the king of all pirates, like Deadpool. Yeah, it's so cool. I, I'm of course talking about One Piece, uh, by Ichiro Oda. Six hundred six hundred and six <laughs> glorious pages for fourteen ninety nine. Wow, that, that wasn't uh, delivered, was it? What? What? Six hundred and six? Sixty-six pages? No, no, no. Six hundred and six pages. Oh, okay. For for fourteen ninety nine. Uh, it's a compendium of the first three volumes of the One Piece saga, and oh boy, is this stuff good! I'll tell you why. Okay, Chris, go get a drink if you want to. <laughs> it, it all starts off with the notorious Gold Roger. This uh, seafaring scallywag who plundered and pillaged his way up the pirate food chain. So he goes around amassing fame and fortune. Eventually, uh, I don't know how one would achieve this, but he has bestowed the title King of All Pirates. Badass dude. But uh, one fateful day, he's captured. The authorities get their hands on him. So he seconds away from uh, the hangman's axe, and he drops a bombshell. He's hidden his treasure. The uh, titular One Piece, this, that's why it's called One Piece, because it's called Roger's Treasure. He's hidden this treasure somewhere along the Grand Line, which is what we would call the equator. Okay, <coughs> It's this, this uh, route around the world with very treacherous waters. So uh, it's also called the Pirate's Graveyard. And this revelation sets off a frenzy of, of sea scavenging and ushers in a new age of piracy. So... There's pirates everywhere looking for this treasure. Now, Luffy, he's a kid. He, he's a, a resident of this small seaside fishing village. He decides he's going to be the one. I'm the dude that's going to fill Gold Roger's bucket boots. He wants to be a pirate so bad uh, that his claims amuse this band of friendly pirates that use the town port as their base. Friendly pirates, I said, okay? So their leader, uh, Captain Red-Haired Shanks, tries to dissuade the kid. But but he's dead set on achieving this goal to the point where he stabs himself in the face. Oh, Jesus. Stabs himself in the face. In the face. To, to, to scar himself like his idol, Captain uh, Shanks. Shanks has uh, a trio of scars right over his eye. So Luffy thinks, dude, my idol's got the scars. He's a pirate. He's awesome. I'm going to scar myself to show them that I am business. I mean business. Uh, here's where the story takes a weird, very weird turn. While Captain Shanks and his crew are dealing with this belligerent bunch of mountain bandits, Luffy eats this mysterious gum-gum devil's fruit. He just eats a fruit. During the battle, he's chomping down on this fruit. But the fruit transforms him into a rubber man, granting him abilities not entirely unlike Reed Richards. He can stretch. He, yeah, he can elongate his body. Very popular with the ladies. He can expand. But uh, unfortunately, the gum-gum fruit is not without side effects. Those that yes, those that consume the fruit are rendered forever unable to swim. He wants to be a pirate, and now he's unable to swim. Severe debt, yes, a severe detriment to one seeking life on the high seas. But uh, the kid's unflappable. He he finds himself uh, impervious to physical damage. You can punch him, kick him, shoot him, hit him with a cannonball. They have no effect on the kid. And so for the next ten years, he hones these abilities. And we're talking manga, so appropriately, he invents these little signature moves, like the gum-gum punch. Chris is loving this, I can <laughs> tell. He, he can deliver a punch to the face right across the room. You're sitting over there, he's way back over here, boom, right to the face. He can stretch. He, he invents this gum-gum rocket 
move where he uses he propels his arms up to like impossibly long distances and then like a rubber band just pulls himself skyward boom gum gum rocket this is cool and he uh, a bunch of other moves but you know read the book um so captain shanks and company leave the port because pirates don't stay in one place for that long so luffy sets out to amass a crew of his own and this adventure this that's from what i've heard this is only the first three volumes but luffy amassing his crew takes up a lot of pages uh currently i think one piece is on book 50 that's a lot of pages. I mean, that you're talking 200 pages of volume, 50 volumes. That dwarfs Dave Sim's contribution to to the medium. I mean, this is a long story. Dave Sim. I heard you. Apostrophe S. Um, so as Luffy goes out to to gather his his crew, we meet a bunch of strange and wonderful characters. There's Kobe, the cabin boy, <laughs> who who dreams of joining the Navy. I think the kid's got something else he's he's dreaming of. Uh, he dreams of fighting pirates, but he's forced to join this crew of this despicable uh, and vain Captain Iron Mace Alveda. She's a big old fat broad, right? But she carries around a mace, and, and she demands her crew members to call her the most beautiful thing in the world, or you're going to kiss the mace. Uh, uh, oh, kiss a, the mace. A mace to the face. That's right. There's a, a dude called Roronora Zola. This guy's very cool. He's a pirate bounty hunter and, and master of this three-sword fighting technique. He, he uses swords in each hand, obviously, and one in the mouth. <laughs> he fights with a sword in his mouth. Uh, and when we encounter him, he's imprisoned by this evil iron-jawed naval captain called Axe Hand Morgan. His hand is an axe. So it's up to Luffy to, to, to get him named. out. Yes. Uh, there's uh, the traitorous, uh, I think it's Nami. Uh, she's a woman, uh, a backstabbing thief who steals only from pirates. And she's also a pretty good navigator. She knows her way around the sea. So obviously, you know where it's going. But 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 the coolest and the strangest of all the characters in this first volume. Chris, are you listening? I'm listening. Captain Buggy the Clown. <laughs> oh, boy. I think you it's just a, lost me. No, it's a pirate. <laughs> it's a pirate clown. No, nah, I can't he, go there, dude. He, no, 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 listen. <laughs> he's, oh, he's got... The, this he's is got, where I have to draw the line. No, come on. No, listen. <laughs> the just line say, okay. has finally been fucking drawn. <laughs> no, no. He, I'm he Keep going. Buggy the Clown. He commands a circus-themed band of pirates. Circus-themed band of pirates. But get this. Buggy also ate the devil's fruit, but a different kind. He ate the chop-chop fruit. And you know what Buggy can do? You know what the, the fruit, the powers, the fruit bestowed upon Buggy? He can separate his body into sections and command the pieces. Oh, yeah. I heard about this guy. Oh, this is neat. So you're fighting Buggy, and he separates his legs, and he kicks you in the butt with the legs while his arms are flying through the air with blades and chopping the shit out of you and punching. It's, it's, it's so good. But uh, And a, a cool twist, Buggy possesses a map of the Grand Line. Which could lead Luffy to the One Piece. Dun dun dun. So uh, amazing. Everything. I don't know what you've heard about One Piece, but whatever you have heard, it's an understatement. This comic is amazing. It's so cool. If you like your books with punch punches to the face per page, you're not going to find. Doesn't? Yes, it's so kinetic. It's it's got. 
Kurtzman and Kirby and 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 Bill Elder written all over it. The, there's there the action is is constant uh often and it, it's incredible. It really is. Um get listen to the the band of of circus freaks that that work under uh Buggy the Clown. There's a dude. His his name is Kabaji the Acrobat. Battles, he's a swordsman. Battles on a unicycle. <laughs> No. Do you not find this like the very same things that attracted me to Kirby back in the day? Jack would work within the arena with which I was familiar. That superhero genre, you know, capes and cowls and, and, and cool concepts. But Jack took it that, that one little step into the bounds of what? He, he, he wasn't, af- he wasn't afraid to get weird or strange or throw an off-kilter concept in, into his stories. That's what Ichiro Oda does. The, a pirate clown. On, you know, verbally it sounds kind of dumb, a, a, a clown pirate, but when you see it on the page, it's, it, God help me, it works. It works really well. A malevolent pirate clown. A lot of people are afraid of clowns, right? Right, this guy right here. No, you gotta read this. It, 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 no, it, 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 it's, it's nuts. He, he has a cannonball that, that is so powerful it could level a city block and there's, there's one point, it's actually like, like a, uh, like a pulpy kind of story with the old cliffhangers where Luffy is imprisoned in a, in a cage. Obviously he can't stretch himself between bars, but he's imprisoned in a cage and the cannon is aimed right at the, at the cage and the fuse is lit and you know, it's like dun 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 dun. You, you don't know where it's going to go. And that's another thing about this. It, it's, it's so spontaneous that there's nothing out of bounds. Yeah, you, you, can't, you can't determine where it's going to go because it's so weird and so wacky that it, you'd have to think like the author to, to get a grip on, on uh, the, the, the plot. There's a dude who rides a lion. Uh, I think his name's Mohi the Lion Tamer. He rides a lion into battle, and Luffy does his stretch thing and like beats a lion a kid beats a lion gotta read this it's crazy it's julian julian would say i don't know he'd say it's off the chain it's dope it's to hear him speak about that that's why that's why i got into this because julian praised the shit out of this book and i said well it's worth a shot if you're a fan of fun and a fan of comics if you're listening to this you obviously must be Yes, I, I don't see anyone who really digs a good old-fashioned, light-hearted, feel-good. Well, it's not so much feel-good. There, there does the story does take a downturn, but it's just like it's like just golden age fun. It, two it's things great. Were, yeah. two, wow. Two, two, two questions. No, a question and a comment. Shoot one. Well, one to comment. They got to be doing something right because the thing sold over 180 million copies. I know, right? Which is, which is I mean, is that talk worldwide to me. or just in the U.S. No, no, worldwide. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's been going on since 1998. I think Julian said the last volume, the initial orders were over 5 million copies in Japan. Nice. For the last time. Um, And then the question, Vince, is I... I, uh, How would this compare to other popular battle-intensive manga like, say, other shonen like Naruto or Battle Royal or something? A Dragon Ball. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I I think the, the, the guys that enjoyed Dragon Ball or or Naruto would, would like it's not it's nowhere near as serious as Naruto. Okay. Uh, but it does have that giddy charm of of the Dragon Ball. It, okay. it, there there are literally tens of pages that just take up a battle scene. Just just people smacking the shit out of each other and and swordsmanship and just 
it, you could you could feel the giddiness, uh, the author's giddiness that he's just enjoying himself and letting letting these characters just go where they want to go and 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 let the story flow like like the ocean just flow. How about that? I'm proud Ooh, of myself. Look at you. Yeah, yeah, I'm all grown up. Just Feel me having, flow like Tony Bennett. Having a good time. No, it's it it's it's a it's a good natured comic. There's a lot of heart in it. Uh, it's about treasure, obviously, but not the type you would think. Uh, not no kind of monetary uh, uh, spoils. It's about the things that mean the most to the characters. Like Luffy treasures the hat that that um, Captain Shanks gave him. He protects it. That's his treasure. There, there's a a mayor of a town who risks his life to save the thing that he loves, and that's the town and the people that 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 dwell in it. There's a dog. Uh, Choo Choo the dog. His his master died of illness and. Uh, the dog protects his dead master's store. He 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 sits sentry in front of the store and and won't let anybody tamper with the place because that was his master's store and and to honor his memory, the dog's going to protect the store. I mean that that's that's heartfelt. That that's touching. I mean, and and the dog and, and Luffy does things for characters. You think he's he's you know he kid wants to be a pirate. This is so far from what we know about pirates. It's not even funny. He he doesn't have a nasty belligerent bone in his body. It's all about just adventure and and having fun. But along the way, he helps all these little people. You know, it's great story. It's fantastic. You got to read it. If you well, don't it like it, sounds cool. But the only I mean, again, this is a little daunting in that it. it it's, what, it's long. 56, 56 yeah. volumes we're up to? But the cool thing is that Shonen Jump is publishing three-volume compendiums. They retail for fourteen ninety nine. You can get them on Amazon for 10 So So you're getting 600 pages of, of awe-inspiring comics for 10 bucks. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And I will say, I finished, like I said, this book made me forget I was sick. It's just so mm-hmm. enjoyable that... Uh, I think it was like three o'clock in the morning. I finished the book. I got up, came into the room, ordered the next two volumes on on Amazon. Now, is this? The, I mean, the next two compendiums. Difficult, if not impossible, to compare this to works like Pluto and Twentieth Century Boys. Oh Boys. no, no, it's it's not it. Not no. Yeah. It, it's uh, there it's are like moments. There's like a fun right, right. There, there are yeah. there are moments of seriousness, but it, uh, all in all, uh, from what I've read, the three volumes that I've read, the intent is is not. Is totally different. It's mm. it's just let's enjoy ourselves, and you you fall in love with the characters along the way, uh, much like Archie, you know, or or um, the the Harvey characters uh, like Casper. They're great characters, but the, but the, the 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 intent of the author is is not to, I don't th- think, to do what uh, you know. Uh, One Piece or Pluto, uh, not One Piece, uh, Pluto or uh, 20th Century Boys is doing. That's that's totally different. Yeah. Okay. But it's great. It, it's uh, I. I w- How about this? If Chris loses this uh, fantasy baseball thing to you, he has to read the first three volumes of One Piece. How about that? <laughs> you gotta you, you gotta put some fucking skin in the game. So what do yeah, I do? Uh, um, or if they do something if, if he wins. If I win, okay. you have you have to read every issue of uh, uh, Blackest Night. That's oh. fair. Oh. That's fair. I don't know if I want to take that yeah. bet. That's, I just, That's like, fair, dude. Yeah, I guess. Sorry if you if you don't like good comics. Oh, do, do I do I could say the same about you? Do do I, do, 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 I, do I have? All right, I will. Do I have to buy them or can I read somebody else's? You can read, read someone else's. Mine. Read mine. All right, I say that's a bet. 
All right. Nice. All right. You, you you will not dislike One Piece. Well, if you have, I'm not going to read it. Oh, damn. <laughs> I wouldn't be so confident because I'm going to bolster my man Wood to beat you now. Because mm, yeah, it's, it's up to Wood. Because Wood, Wood's the one running out on that field winning this. No, no, because wouldn't because wouldn't I have another bet? So that that's fine. I, I'm so insanely confident after I dominated last night's draft. It's kind of a foregone conclusion. Uh, you know, uh, one piece is medicine. It's medicine. It it'll shake those cobwebs out of you and make you fall in love with. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell that to Renee because she's gonna think that you talking to her Monday night made you feel better. Ooh, it did. See it that. did. Hey, eleven o'clockers. Um, first time caller, um, Mario Rivera here, uh, calling in because I was recently at the Around Comics final recording, um, this Friday, and I have to say it was a a blast, and I wish that I was with there with Chris, you know, in the very beginning, but I wasn't, this was my first time actually going out, and it reminded me why I got into comics, uh, early on it in my life was because I would go to a comic shop and just chat around with a bunch of people um, that were my friends. And then when I went there last night, it really just felt like it was just this big, awesome gathering of cool people that was sort of strange because they welcomed me in, they fed me pizza, and then I had conversations from uh, John Sturgis from Word Balloon and uh, Christian Alamade walked up to me when I was looking at uh, a Green Lantern comic and he's like, hey, I remember that. And, and then I was having a conversation with him, and um, I guess after a couple drinks, uh, I told him my birthday was le- was next week, which it is, and he just like, I'll give you a sketch for your birthday, and I was like, oh my god, fucking the anchor from Green Lantern, fuck yeah, and then I'm like, is it too cliche to draw Hal Jordan? He's like, no, no, and uh, uh, he sketched out an awesome, awesome Green Lantern, and it was just such a great time, shaking hands with Chris, having Sal and uh, John Sergis, uh, son Trist, I'm sorry, uh, sign a Green Hornet comic book <laughs> together, and it was hysterical. And uh, I had a really great time. And uh, I'm gonna, really going to miss around comics, but I still have an 11 o'clock that's going to be the main focus in my comic book podcasting needs. So uh, rest in peace around comics and hello, 11 o'clockers. Bye. Hurry. I, I want, I want Jason and David to talk about stuff because I have something that I really want to talk about tonight beyond the, the Captain America stuff. Well, you know are, what? I think you, you better not, get going because yeah, yeah, go, yeah. I know. Yeah, we're like so 145. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I'm not gonna get it in tonight, son of a bitch. Wow, how, what? How long do you have to talk? Jesus, you. Gee, when you no. get going, you ramble. Rain yourself is, in. Jesus, I, I ramble. Is this a plug for another podcast? <laughs> no, it's not a plug for another podcast. It's a book I picked up, and it's so so awesome. But I don't want to. I don't want to cut dude, in. Get into it. We. I got nothing else to talk about other go than. Oh, Seriously? just do it. Yes. Yeah. All right. I think I think this was originally um, suggested by by my, by my buddy Sal. Have you guys read Teenagers from Mars? Yes. No. So good. You're right. I'm I'm halfway through it, and it is so so awesome. It is. Um, 
uh, it brings up so many feelings of um, looking back on your high school years. And uh, I was going to make a, um, a very unfunny joke about nostalgia porn, but I decided not to. <laughs> um, it, it's just it's just everything that w- whenever you were in your rebellious high school years that you wanted to do, this book is about. And especially as a comic book fan, and if there was ever that girl with the short hair and kind of the punk sensibility that you were really into, that you wanted to impress, I mean, this, this has all of, all of that in it. And it's just, it's just a very real, but, but fun and, and quirky, uh, kind of look back on, on your late teenage years, kind of that, that moment before you leave, um, childhood and inner adulthood. And, uh, I, I think the, I think the, the title is a little misleading. One of you, you, you hear teenagers from Mars. It, it, it's not, it's not about extraterrestrials. It's that, that's Alienation. the name. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the name of the town is, is Mars. And it's, it's really, it's, it's much more about teenagers than it is about Mars. But I think, um, there's an interesting tie into the alienation that, that you feel as, as a teenager. And, um, you know, you, you get to this age that you, that you feel very nostalgic for those, for those times and running around until sunrise, you know, drinking cheap beer and being, um, being crazy. And there's a, there's a scene where these teenagers are, are digging up a grave and, and, and this takes place in, in the, uh, the South, I think like Virginia, that's, um, um, what I'm kind of pulling from it. And, uh, they're desecrating a grave and it reminds me of this, um, this uh, story on NPR, um, I, I had heard, and it was about uh, about teenagers and their propensity for going into graveyards and defacing gravestones and that kind of stuff, and uh, and and how people say, well, they're um, they're they're flying in the face of of the dead. They're they're desecrating the dead, and 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 that's not it at all. They're um, they're flying in the face of death, not the dead. And, and that's what teenagers do. They, um, you know, we've all been there. It's, you know, you live forever and, and, you know, you're never going to die. You will. Yeah, you think you will. And, um, I think somewhere along the line, we, we lose that. We lose that sense of invincibility. And, mm-hmm. and I'm reading, I, I'm reading this comic and it kind of brought me back to that time when you're 18 and there's that sense of invincibility, but there's also that sense of impending responsibility. And this, this book, Teenagers from Mars is just chock full of that. And it just, it pulls on both sides of, of your, um, of your adulthood of wanting to be, um, without responsibility and understanding that 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 is there, and um, there's this great love story, and and that's the most purest love is is the love without without the sense of responsibility. And I just I, I fell in love with this book. I'm I'm halfway done with it. I, I got home tonight at like six o'clock, and I couldn't stop reading it. And the only reason I I did is because we had to record. So I'm going to finish it up after we're after we're done tonight. But it's uh, Rick Spears and Rob G, and it's Teenagers from Mars. And it's put out by um, gigantic graphic novels. 
it's 1995 and it is uh it's awesome and i cannot wait to hang up with you fuckers and finish this thing tonight nice nice <laughs> you you wrote notes didn't you no i didn't i just really i, I started reading this book like at six o'clock tonight and oh, so it's fresh it's fresh, nice. and I'm yeah. halfway done, and seriously, I cannot wait to finish it tonight. Oh, I know what I wanted to say. Mm. Did I was in Best Buy on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know who these people are, but Woo Massacre? I have no idea. Chris Bacalo did the CD covers. Really? That's it. Yeah. There, there's three different covers. I, I Ghostface, is that someone I should know? Ghostface. But wasn't he uh, with the RZA? Okay. Yeah, and right. there's it's, stop, I, stop no way. I was looking at the back of the of the hey, CD, and it what? says RZA on it. There's like what RZA something. Time out! Time out! Time out! All right, this Woods go preach. Life. Okay. Oh mercy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Woo massacre is an homage to the Wu Tang Clan. It is the newest album featuring Method Man. Ghostface Killer and Raekwon, who are three, are the members of Wu-Tang Clan. The three of them have gotten together and put out a new album together named Wu Massacre. Oh. Please continue. Please continue. Method, is, wait, is, Method is, Man, is, Ghostface is, Killer, and who else? Method Man, Ghostface Killer, and Raekwon the Chef. Yeah. I don't know is, is RZA in it? RZA is a producer <laughs> on the album, as are a couple other pretty people. Is it good? I mean, I was going to buy mean, it just for it yet, the... But I, I mean... I'm a fan of all three of those guys individually, so I presume it'll be good for me. Whether or not you would like it, your mileage. Oh, the, the covers are incredible. Oh, yeah, that's that's breaking up. Up. Piss. <laughs> but it came out this week. It came out yesterday. Could be here Tuesday. I got nothing. That's cool. But um, well, listen. Uh, while, 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 Vince is, while Vince is waiting to gush about Chris Bahalo covers, a couple other people I forgot to shout out, and now I feel bad about it. Paul French, well, New like, Mutant, Allen. They kept listening now that you forgot them earlier. Uh, they'll re- they're they're all sad, and then they're going to be not sad when I shout them out now. <laughs> Allen, New Mutant. How could I forget Allen? Paul French, Bill Doty, Library Boy, Joey Malpractice. Dan Scaboss, oh, Backwards sure. Dave, got to meet Backwards Dave, which is awesome. <laughs> Told him he needs, he needs to bring it back more, but he said he's run out of stuff to bring back. Uh, Charlito and Mr. Phil, uh, Jim nice. Dietz, Yoda Jones, uh, Ken, Logan McLeod, Kyle Miner, uh, Asgardian, Ziggo, and Chris Campbell. If I forgot you again, damn, I'm really, really sorry this time, because I've given out two lists. I'm, I'm, so. call, I'm calling out the Indie Spinner Rack guys, because I've gone to New York twice now for NYCC's. Uh... And you know they, uh, I think they're a little Midwest biased. So, hmm. Hmm. you know, well, they were selling cheap ass trades, and I bought the freaking Alec Omnibus mm-hmm. and American Widow, and a book that Vince told me to buy, which was Tiger, Tiger, Tiger by Scott Morris, and I got them for like I think twenty five bucks for all three. Damn, the Alec Omnibus by itself is worth that. I know that 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 is a tome that it keeps staring at me on my bookshelf, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'll get to you eventually. It's so hard, isn't it? You you get these things that you know are just chock full of awesome, and you're like, I'm gonna have to dedicate hours and hours and hours to you. I'll get to you eventually. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's tough. It's tough. So, Vince, what were you gonna say? I'm still not. I'm not shitty. You're always shitty. I know. Two things. Uh, one, the Bacalo covers 
to those CDs are freaking incredible. Again, I don't know who the character is, but one of them has a ski mask or a hockey mask on. Hockey mask. It's just amazing. Oh, good God. And he did the whole uh, faux weathered vintage comic book treatment on the fronts and the back. They're, they're gorgeous. I wanted to buy it just for that, even though I don't know who these people are. But You know, I don't I don't know if Chris Bacallo is actually human. No, I don't you think know, he is. I, I've, I've never seen him, and he's... Yeah, I, I don't know if he's real, actually. Well, real or not, whatever it is, maybe it's extraterrestrial. He he draws like a bastard, and I love him. B, is he American? Uh, uh, yes, I think so, isn't he? No. He's not? <sighs> Keep going. Okay, I'm sorry. And B, uh, I hope you bastards know how much I love you, because I just found out that the week... Before C2E2 is the Mocha Show. And yeah. did, did you hear who's going to be at the Mocha Show? You you bastards. Hanner. No. Dash Shaw. Dash okay. Shaw's, I think Dash Shaw's going to be at C2E2. Okay, okay, keep going. Frank Miller is going to be there. Um, Mazzucchelli. Jaime Hernandez. Uh, I think Kim Deitch is going to be there. Paul Pope. It's going to be a... An amazing show. Is, da- is David Price going to be there? No, no, that's, is Jason, that's, Jason that's, be there? that's where I was going. Oh, come on, dude! A convention? Am I going to be there? A convention before a convention? No, I can't do that. I can't. But uh-huh. I, I just want to let everybody. A uh, Kupperman? Come, oh, jeez! I just met Kupperman. That's you. That's not me. Uh-huh. Oh. By the way, Bahalo is indeed American. Cool. Okay. But, but he was. But he was born in Canada. I think. I think oh, Canada. so he is alien. Hey, I, I th- I'm, I'm pretty. Sure, I'm pretty sure Dash Shaw is going to be at C2E2. You have to. You have to fact check. Me Excellent. There. And but Larry Martyr. Larry Martyr. I know. Show. I know. But I'm not Terry going. Moore. I'm not going for that. I'm going for you guys. But anyway. Damn Skippy. Yeah, right. you're not going to go talk Dash to Shaw, Dash Shaw. Dash Shaw will be there. Cool. If if Chris you're Ware. if you're in he's coming, the, he's coming out of the Ware Cave. Alex Ross. Yes. If you're in the New York area, what is it? The weekend before uh, uh, April tenth. Uh, that's tough, man. Yeah. That's a fucking tight convention schedule. It is. Because it is. Wonder, it is. Wonder, because Wonder then Con, the WonderCon is this weekend. Right. Yeah. And then sucks. you have Mocha, and then but what what what's the week after? Um. Oh, there's a um, there's I think a one day. Uh, con in in Albany on the 25th, so I don't think I'm gonna be able to to drive up there to to do that because you're gonna have like some of the some of the, this is where Joe Sinnott usually hangs out, but you'll oh, have several no, really? like like him huh. back and 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 Joe Staten and 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 a few other. Oh my uh, God, I'd love to go yeah. that. I, so Steve Raker keeps telling me when it's happening, and 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 I I kind of want to go, but it's it's the week after Chicago when I've already been gone for five days. I don't know if I'm gonna be able yeah, to do that. It's, it's tough. It's a uh, you know what I mean because I know that there's gonna be some of my favorite. Uh, Vinyl dudes at uh, C2E2, so I'm going to be dropping some, yeah, money. Oh, and and don't don't expect do not expect to sleep while you're here. Okay. Yeah. And another thing we found out this weekend, something you would assume to be true, the Izzer guys digging on Dash Shaw is not true. Yeah, not true. I was stunned. They do, they they do not like the Dash. I, I'm not saying they don't like him. I was but so bummed, fr- you know, from Mr. their Fils. reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Phil's such a daunting person to talk comics with because he. Nah. Uh, no, no, he is. He, no, he's not. Nah, even even most 
things that that are that are truly indie he doesn't like. It's like it's like going up to that guy that's into the total esoterica. So I was all happy. I'm like, oh nice, I finally I get along great with Mr. Phil, but but I never have yeah, a lot of comics talked about. So I'm like, oh I finally got a book he's gonna want to groove on with me and I ran, rolled up to him and I was all proud. I'm like, man, I'm like I just read Dashall's Unclothed Man in thirty for this thirty first century and he looks at me and goes, Hmm. Oh, so it's, like, <laughs> yeah. eh, it's like not really my thing. I'm like, what? Really? Yeah, then Charlito comes over, and I'm like, Charlito, I can't believe Mr. Fiddles and like Dash Sean. Charlito's like, ah, yeah, he's not really the only one. And I'm like, oh, yeah. See, see, see that that really? that that does not. I cannot comprehend that. Nope. I know. Yeah. I know. I, I, to the point where I'm thinking there's there may be something else. You never know. Well, what like, else can it be? Run-in? Like a run-in or something? Maybe I don't. know. Maybe you pooped in their in their Cheerios. I don't. I don't he know. Yeah, I mean, not again. From the interviews that I've read and, and his pieces on the comics comics blog, he can be kind of uh, acerbic sometimes, but that's cool. Yeah, yeah. But no, this I, just I, totally I stunned not, me. I have not read it, so it may be shit. And they it, may be right, and you guys yeah, are wrong. It's nowhere near shit. <laughs> it no. may be but uh, uh, another that's a, another one of my uh, instances where I've been around Char- Charlito many times, many He's times. A fucking nut. Never, ever, never does he acknowledge my presence. Scared of you? I don't know. Really? Yep. Nope. That will not do it. No. And I'm really? standing. I'm standing right next to Wood. I could be in his ass. You know that's how close I am. <laughs> no. Doesn't even. Not even a. Not even Char- a. Char- but, Charlie's a fucking nut. I, I love that man. And then again, it, it, you know, I don't go out of my way to say, "Hey, Charlito." Well, no, gee, you know, could, that, I'm, that Vin- I'm Vince. Could be it. Could be it could be it. Could be it. You're right. Those, I've learned those, something. Those guys, those guys do a great job, though. Of course I they do. Yeah. yeah. When it comes out. You went, went well. It's kind of like indie comics. You mm-hmm. know, it's great when it comes. To- <laughs> wow, nice analogy, Chris. Yeah. We should get you liquored up more often. Oh. Hey, mm-hmm. hey, well, I, I do it once a week. Oh, one more thing. I know we we're running. We're not running late, but I didn't read it. David didn't read it, but David asked me before the show if I had gotten around to reading Fantastic Four five seventy seven. Mm-hmm. And of course, I just bought it today. Far be it from me to read a book that just came out. That just came out. That's I, right. I did not read it, but he said, "You know what? Do me a favor, flip through it a little bit, and tell me if you see." Can I say this, David? Is it okay. Uh, yeah, you can. Because yeah, no, but I, I mean, yeah, yeah. He he said to me, "Flip through it and s- tell me if you see a white horse." And so I'm going Sing through. Back legs. Yeah, I'm going through, and you know what? The the first three quarters of the book, there's no white horse, but there's a double page spread. Yeah, there is. There's two white horses. David, tell tell the people who these white horses, horse uh, horse like beings are. Uh, well, you, you might remember one of them who who uh, who goes by the name of well, the nickname Whitey, uh, from the first issue of Power Pack. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. And, That's yeah, awesome. And, it, well, it, it would be. Unfortunately, I decided to stop reading <laughs> Fantastic Four last month. It's you because you suck. Right. Yep. The only <laughs> thing that could make this fucking issue even better is if Vinnie Coletta came back from the dead and inked Eagle Sham. Oh, no. And, wow. get, and get this. On the very same page, it, it looks like it's some kind of tribunal. The, these these beings are called the Universal Inhumans. Guess, guess which race is a member of the Universal Inhumans. It, it it I'm giddy. I uh, I, j- I just want to. I just brood. you're close. I just want to. No, but oh. you're also close, dude. The scrolls. The die. The, the die. Shut up. The dire wraiths. Come oh, on. nice. Yes. No. Oh, nice. Yes. 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 Oh shit! There they are. I know. Isn't that God great? Damn it! Bring back Ron the Space Knight. 
Oh, they never will be able to do that. Not going to happen. But no. what? Why? Explain. Explain. Why don't you ask ask Kenner why? Because uh, yeah. they got so a lot. One one toy, okay. one no, one figure, no, and the no, thing's been damn, locked down forever. They're owned by the fucking mouse now. I know. Well, maybe They're the chances the are better. Uh, and also, lay down some fucking money. There, there is a. They're owned by the goddamn mouse. The, there, there is a race. <laughs> I want my fucking Rob Space Knight. Okay. There's Centaurians in this thing too, from the original Guardians of the Galaxy. What was his name? The Archer, David. Yondu. Yondu, yeah. right? Oh, Yondu this. This thing's incredible. Oh, Eagle Sham. No, you're gonna read it because you can't. Come on. Diarrhea. So you're telling me, so Wood, you're telling me that 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 the mouse couldn't buy the rights of Rom from Kenner. Must we call it the the mouse? I'm not telling you anything. Um, you asked why they can't do Rom. We answered it. I I don't know if they even want to pursue the. <laughs> maybe they don't give two shits about Rom anymore. I don't know. But I, the thing, it would be nice well, then to see. Then they're heartless bastards. It would be yes. nice to see Rom again. But come on, the story ended on an up up note. It 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 it, it it's complete. Issue seventy five, Ram is done. It, it the story effectively no, ends. It's, no, it's never yeah. done, Fence. It's, it's well, done. yeah. Well, if it if they never pick it up again, I will be uh, a happy person for what I have because, as far as I'm they concerned, could, they could they could have ended the story of Spider Man with Amazing Fantasy fifteen because with great power comes great responsibility. No, no, no. Now you're being you know. Seventy-five issues is a nice run. It told the story. Uh, yep. There you go. Had some Ditko. Had some Bashima. Had some. Oh, but I, if, if yeah. nothing else, if nothing else, I just want a nice Rom omnibus, you know, okay. or okay. a Rom visionary. A Romnibus. A Romnibus. <laughs> <Hilarious>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very nice. You know what, Chris? You surprised me this episode because in my what? notes I have uh-huh. Chris will probably be stuffy. Why? <laughs> no, during my One Piece talk. So I was gonna call you. I know I was gonna call you Luffy D Stuffy, but you Jeez. never, you never, you never got that I way. So stuffy. the, the happy yeah. in. I know so you're Life not is good. You're not crotchety, dude. I I I, I had a teenagers <laughs> from Mars loving before I started, and I was feeling all giddy about what comics can be. And I, I gave you the opening the opening line too, like what do you want most out of life? And I expect you to say never to hear about freaking manga again. But no, you, I you give didn't, you a Conan. I quote. know you didn't bite. You didn't bite. That's okay though. Oh, speaking of Conan, I took uh-huh. the kids to the movies uh, Sunday. How how to how to train a dragon is nope. is phenomenal. Sal, Sal, Sal told me he took his kids to it, and they. Freaking loved it. It is. Yeah, I want to see it this weekend. Un- yeah. You know the commercial where it says there's special effects, there's 3D sequences that would make Avatar jealous. That is yeah. not a lie. Wow. That is the truth. And and, and the thing I liked most about it, there is a angle to the the narrative that is not explored in the trailer. You have no idea it's coming, and it takes up the last like half hour of the movie. It's fun. It's um, amazing. You got to see this movie and see it in 3D. Cool. Superb, oh, superb. Yeah, it's it's, it's one of I, you know I you always like to rank shit when when you see them you know like oh was this better than Shrek or or the Incredibles blah blah blah. I would have to rank it up there very very high with the best wow. of, the, of the 3D movies. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it it's I liked it better than the Incredibles. 
Oh, no. wow. Yeah, yeah, I did. No. I did. Now you're throwing down the gauntlet. No, really. The, the, the Incredibles is a matter-perfect movie. I agree. I, I really agree. The Incredibles oh, is... God. They, they named... No, 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 no. Go see, how to, go see How to Train a Dragon. It's fantastic. Man, the gauntlet has been thrown. Damn. Yeah. I don't know. No. Are we yeah. done? Oh, my God. <laughs> I want to go read. Okay. This episode of 11 O'Clock Comics has been sponsored by Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com, where you will find Womba discounts, phenomenal. You're not going to find this level of discount anywhere other than DCBS 30 to 75% off your favorite funny books and other things from the previous catalog. And if you're a first-time DCBS customer, enter this code EOC8 for an extra 8% off your already superbly discounted order and in your travels do yourself a huge favor and i don't want to hear any snickers because once you hear the creative team on this you're gonna unsnicker i can't Re- promise that read sonic the hedgehog from Ooh. arch from archie comics snickers, oh snickers. no Ri- I hear ri- good stuff written by good e- stuff. written by ian flynn pencils by stephen butler inks by terry austin Ooh. letters by John Workman. There you go. Com- really? Yes. Far be I never thought I would enjoy this comic, Sonic the Hedgehog. I've played the games. I enjoy them, but he's just a video game character. No. These comics are great. They a G, capital G great. They're really good. And they're two fifty from Archie. Get them. Sonic the Hedgehog. Fantastic. Yes, I, I've heard you say that before. Yes. Um I yeah. have made um an extremely Bad error in judgment, and no. uh, which I am correcting right now. Um, I was burnt out with Marvel. I was burnt out with um, uh, the the events and Secret Invasion ended badly, and I was very very angry about it. And uh, even though I love Nick Fury and I'm a, a big fan of Jonathan Hickman's work. I was like, you know what? Secret Invasion, Secret Warriors, got no fucking interest because it's got the the, the Dark Rain banner on it. Boy, what a dumbass I was. Because I went back and I've been rereading the Secret Warriors, and mm-hmm. they are just awesome, fun, smart comics. So I apologize I should have been reading Secret Warriors the entire time, what, and so should you. We what have is, we is, have turned is, a damn corner. What have, you done, what have you done with our Chris? I know. Well, I know, right? You no, know, it's you know, I, I I was I was I was burnt, and I and the mainline Marvel books were were absolute diarrhea, and it turned me away from the <sighs> the good stuff underneath. Ah, uh, there's Chris. And and there yes, you go, sir. there you go. I'm coming back. I want to be told that the books I'm enjoying and reading are crap. Please. <laughs> right. No, not crap. Diarrhea, which is yeah. totally um, unlike crap. What, what, right. Less than crap. Totally. Not even having the form of watery crap. crap. Oh boy, watery, watered down, stinky crap. Okay, okay, we were David. Yeah. But, hey, David. But, yes, sir, but no, seriously, Secret Warriors is awesome, 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 awesome fun. I agree. David, yes. get this. Riffing on the secret, I finished a run this weekend at uh, the Super Show. 
I now have the entire run of Secret Weapons, the Valiant series. Oh shit! No yes, way. Yes, yes. Fifty cents a piece, dude. Uh, I, I got the I got the six I needed. I'm done. Sorry. Uh, go ahead. Oh man. Uh, well, what I talked about. Go out and get yourself a heartbreak soup. Get that tray paper back. Dude, this mm. this thing is is fifteen bucks retail and is about three hundred pages. And can't you, be it's, it. it. No, you can't. It's awesome. No. Some of the best comics you will ever encounter. And I, there's no hyperbole in that. Yes, good yeah. stuff. I think you can even get what the Palomar hardcover for like thirty-two bucks, probably. Yeah, is that about right? It's huge. You can kill a man with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the the Heartbreak Soup stuff or the Palomar Locust, Locust Two. Uh, I think Luba just came out. It's it's all it's all good. It is. You're right. Yeah. Cool. And uh, <laughs> if you're if you still got a few more minutes in your week to read something else, uh, pick up two uh, two books: uh, X Factor Forever because you got to show Wheezy some love, and Sweet yes. Tooth because uh, right. just, just read issue number seven sweet. and uh, keeps getting deeper and deeper. So, and I'm going to warn you guys. Okay. Um, Blackest Night number eight came out today. So yeah. so next week I was ready to talk about it so if you're I'm ne- ready when ne- you are. Ne- next week is going to be uh, an all blackest night I don't know that we, we we could fill two hours with it for what happened, yeah. but uh, I but think next week I'm going to be sick. Yeah, just, somebody's going to have to take <laughs> over for me. It's going to be all DC all the time. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, we talked about Adam Zanadu last week, right? That's yeah, yeah, that's where to right. go. That's still DC. <laughs> I got I got some Superman to talk about. Holy Christ! <laughs> now I know how you feel, dude. That's okay. Adam Zanadu is indie. Come on, it's not. Oh boy. <laughs> hey, got some Matt, so got some Matt Wagner of um, uh, Green Hornet to talk about next week, baby. Nice. That's Adam, good. That's Adam, good. Yeah, it's good stuff. All right. Yes. Thank you for putting up with the, with us for this week, and uh, you're gonna have to do it again next week. So prepare yourself when we come back. We say bye bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, boy. Hold me. Hold me. Say hold me that. <laughs> this or you can get to death. Well, she's walking through the clouds with a circus mind that's running.